0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming Podcast. And boy, again, it's been a big week in gaming. I'm in to go for episode twenty-three on Sunday, the twentieth of December, twenty twenty. As always, I'm joined by the number one contender for the best Xbox RPG player in the world, Xbox Hall of Famer, Swinny. Hello. And we just can't get rid of him. He just sticks around playing Cyberpunk I'm like
1: COVID, baby. Mike. Oh, he's coming back.
0: In this week's show we'll be discussing Sony pulling Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store, our impressions of Sephiroth from in Smash Brothers, and then Swinny's review of the mysterious indie adventure romp Call of Sea.
2: Boys Which didn't have an NDA. Call,
0: call of the Sea. Call of the Sea. Sorry, <laughs> it's Good not. Fun. It's not a first-person shooter set in the sea. <laughs> uh, how's your gaming week been, Swinny?
2: Oh, it's been a bit everywhere, honestly. So we talked a lot last week about Monster Sanctuary. So I, I put in a lot more time into that, and honestly, I reached a point where I got fro- so frustrated at the game that I've said I'm going to put this down and come back to it. And because I reckon I so I gave that a nine out of ten initially. Yeah, um, last I gave week. it an I'm, eight I'm, out of ten. I'm going to knock uh, a oh. point five off that for <laughs> its like ridiculous difficulty spikes. It is it's incredible how tricky that game can get. I told I you. In- I told you. Yeah, I completely understand now. Mm-hmm. Um and the, you know, I'm not in the end game and I reckon um in the end game I'm kind of at the point where I almost want the community to kind of like figure a lot more stuff out um like best strategies before I actually hit a lot of that stuff. Um you know, cuz I'm I'm pretty selfish, I don't contribute to the community, I just benefit from the community.
0: <laughs> I I had the whole same thing about like you know, I, I was trying to look for strategies because I'll hit a boss or, you know, like the the champions and I can't get through and I'm like, oh my god, I need to grind a couple of levels up to get through this game, which I just couldn't be bothered doing, right? Um Yeah, it's a tricky game. It's it, it's a little bit unbalanced, unfortunately. I, I hope they keep patching it though. So it's unbalanced
3: or you guys just need to use specific strategies or specific weapons
2: There's definitely like there's there's ways to do it, but the problem is that there's there's so many different monsters with different elements and different skill sets that you also don't know where to start and you're like okay i'll try right building this this monster up and see if this helps and then it kind of just gets wrecked anyway and a lot of yeah so it's it's tricky i still love the game um mm. i just think it need, it i do think it needs work there and i remember actually reading some comments from the developer on steam um and i don't know if it was how early it was in the development or early access build of the game but they were like you know i i they are almost like following the the dark souls mythos they're saying oh i appreciate that those games you know they, they <laughs> want to be challenging oh wow, oh, okay <clears throat> the thing is like it's nice for a Pokemon game. That, well <laughs> well it, let's just say it, unlike the dark souls games dark souls games you can get past it with perseverance and and skill as well and this, there's, no, there's no skill really involved in this at all, so it's all about strategy and setup. But yeah, so I've been oh, playing. This so... is a form of skill,
0: though, right? But not, not, not in a skill that you can hone. So even in my short play of Demon Souls and Dark Souls, I feel like I'm so much better than I was when I started playing, even two hours prior. Mm. Whereas this game, I don't really think you have that kind of exponential growth in terms of ability. Mm. So
2: I might I might put that on hold for a little bit, but I'll definitely come back to it. Um, play through Call of the Sea, which I'll talk about a bit later, which is, was pretty fun. Playing a bunch of Switch puzzle games because a lot of stuff's on sale at the moment. Mm. Um, and the Switch, Wait, what, I think. What perfect. have you bought recently? So I bought um, what was it Color Grid, Wordify, all these little puzzle games that are okay. great, like for a couple of dollars, and they're the kind of games that I. I love they're they're like the perfect mobile games. The Switch is almost like the perfect mobile platform because you yeah. don't have to there's a lot of junk there but you don't have the problem having to wade through all the free to play crap that you do um on mobile.
3: There's still well, a lot of stuff there that feels like free it should yeah. be free to play. <laughs> yeah,
2: but compared to compared to jumping on and trying to find that stuff on mobile. Um and the last couple of things I've been playing, so started Dragon Quest eleven, which is Oh nice.
0: Which is awesome.
2: Wait, wait, and, which one? Um, the
0: PC or the console
2: one? Because you get to play um, both. Yeah, I'm starting on console now. He's a console did gamer. You, did you know Dragon yes. Quest XI is actually, or Echoes and Lucive Age Definitive Edition S or whatever it's called. Did you know that's actually a downgraded, visual, a visually downgraded version of the PlayStation 4 original? Is it? Yes. So but what they've it, done... Is that the Switch version that they've used? Correct. Well, it's oh, Switch, but it wow. runs apparently a bit better than the Switch, on at least on the Xbox version. But what they That's did is on the PlayStation <laughs> Store and on the Steam Store, the original version got replaced. So you can only get this version as well.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so, so
2: odd. I don't know. I'm assuming you could probably still download the original version, but also, obviously, if you've got it physically, you've got it physically. But Again, um,
0: Swinny, the physical owners win out. <laughs> yeah, so
2: it's the thing is it obviously brings a lot more to it. It's got a lot of extra features and modes and stuff, but the fact that it's visually the downgraded version was a shame, but it's still a very lovely-looking game. I'm only a couple of hours into it. it. That's great so far. I'll talk about that probably quite a bit in the upcoming weeks.
0: And the last thing I've been playing was I've been playing a lot of the Messenger. Ah, nice. Yeah, that's on my list. You know how I said I installed all the Metroidvanias? Yeah. I guess that's a bit of a spoiler um all the Metro Vania's on my pc from xbox game pass so that's this... m- might be the next one that i play to be why honest why is that a spoiler
3: cuz i haven't gotten far into it yet
0: because the game isn't obviously a metroidvania when you see trailers of it and things like that
3: but even while playing it at the start so far
2: it doesn't feel like it either does it turn
0: into so, one? okay so
2: let me i'm not going to i'm not going to get too much into that but i'll just say that okay. this game is absolutely amazing I can't like I knew cool. that this was a good game but yeah, I sorry. hadn't I hadn't played it myself this okay. game makes you feel like a badass like the movement <laughs> in like when you start when you really click with how to traverse the environments and mm. the the puzzles it's so good and there's a certain part um later in the game where it kind of just really clicks with you and the bosses when they combine it with the how you move around the screen because basically you hit an enemy or you hit an object and you get a second jump afterwards, mm-hmm. and how they work that into the boss design is just—it is genius. Cool. But this game is one of the best design games. Like, and of the
3: humor ever. in it is really good. Oh, it, it's very yeah, fourth wall breaking um, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm Wait, at have point... you played this,
0: Mike? It sounds yeah. like you haven't played it.
3: No, I haven't played the whole thing, but I oh. got—I well, don't know. <laughs> That's why you're confusing me when like, talking
0: about time. the Metroidvania thing. I'm like, oh, wait, well, a it sounds like I you didn't played get it. to a
3: part where ah, there's the any real that. elements yeah. of it. It's yeah, still yeah, quite yeah, linear yeah. to whatever yeah. I got Sorry, up to, yeah, but I thought the humor in it was really, really good.
2: So, yeah. So this game is fantastic. I look forward to completing this. Probably is it on the Switch?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: It's it's on Game Pass, right. though, I like so be, if you wanna, Yeah, I know
3: that's what I got it on, but I feel like it'd just be perfect on the Switch.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: I'm going to look it up now. It's kind of like built uh, for the Switch.
0: Hey, wait, I could have bought that. So, again, you guys are making me oh, nervous. maybe you did. I you haven't know, you, yet. You, you guys are making me nervous. I ripped it
3: open because I don't want to make too much noise, but I swear I haven't actually <laughs> looked inside. <so. laughs>
0: okay, good, good. So, yeah. just a reminder to everyone, uh, at the last segment for the show, we'll be doing our big Kringle. So, we've all uh, bought surprise games for each other. And the theme is games that we typically wouldn't play for whatever reason and then we have to play now that we're giving it to each other so that's the theme and you what are you doing when you're buying all these games what do you mean what am i doing
2: buying all these games
0: because <laughs> you could have bought a game that i bought you
2: oh well, first of all messenger is on game pass monster sanctuary is on game pass dragon quest 11 is on game pass i haven't purchased Ooh. any of those yes, it's special.
0: Your theme is a very Xbox theme, so I think you're living up to the, the theme that you're playing. Literally four of those games call the C's on Game Pass. They're all Game Pass. That is
2: why Game Pass is a great deal, because I don't have it to purchase good any extra games. It is a good deal. It's 15% um, off.
0: And, and I might and, get it, even though I have it for free already. <laughs> and you stop playing it. Uh, so in terms of what I've been playing this week, I actually 100%ed... Well, like I didn't 100%, actually. I, I played through uh, the Portal 2 campaign. Nice. And yeah, so like as part of the game of some other year twenty eleven that we're doing, I'm just trying to pick through as many games as possible. Um, it, it's a real shame, actually. Now I get what you're saying, Swinny, that I can't play the co-op. I hey, what are you playing it on? PC, of course.
2: Okay, I'll see if I've got it. I'm, uh, I'm happy to play the co-op if you. Oh, want
0: dude! To. Like any time you want to play that, I'll play that. All right, I'll see, that game... I,
2: I'll, I'll see if I've got it. If not, I'll see how much it costs.
0: Um, uh, yeah, if you if you want to get it on PC, let me know because they always have sales on that game. So right, and cool. it, they'll sell it for like a dollar. I've
2: played so, through Co-op uh, a couple of times, but it's the kind of thing where you forget the
0: solutions. So
2: yeah,
1: um, yeah. And,
2: and, and you and, know, yeah, co-op is a huge part of that game.
0: So. One one thing that we haven't spoken about, but we'll have to set a date for when we determine what the the nominees for our game of some other year twenty eleven. So the six. Uh, Nominees, we need uh-huh. we need a segment on that. And then what I want to do is actually cover the games one week after the other. So I'm actually are, looking.
3: Yeah, when are we going to do this though? Because I feel like it should have been done at the end of the year, along with <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it's going to be sometime in March it's or something. Or it's, my it's, my it's my fault. It's my <laughs> fault.
2: I ordered these 3ds games as well. The it was Mario Kart Seven and Super Mario 3D Land like three weeks ago, and that is why I've kind of moved away from getting stuff
0: off off eBay. Just, you know, compared to buying stuff off Amazon, even if it costs more, just because. We'll wait until you get those games and then another week, I guess, and then we'll do the nominees. So it should be early in the year. I think for next year, we'll do it a lot cleaner. So we'll do it as part of the end of the year run up, Mike. Cool. To satisfy you. Um, So, yeah, got through that. Wow.
3: Big plans to still be doing this year from now. (laughs) Yeah, of
0: course. (laughs) I'll just be doing it by myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, and look, I don't, yeah, we we should talk about Portal 2 in, in its own segment. But it, uh, just in case I people missed that game, I look, I love the game. I didn't think the puzzles were as hard as I remembered Portal 1. Yeah, I don't, you've, you've just gotten smarter. Maybe because maybe. maybe you've
3: figured <laughs> it out. Yeah, maybe you get into the what, rhythm of it. So it's
0: I, I'll say so. one thing I felt like with Portal 1, there were some puzzles because it, it was like an expanded tech demo, Portal 1. Hmm it felt like some puzzles you could do it. You could kind of almost hack the puzzle and like cheat it and get through it in a bit of a dodgy way. Whereas with portal two, it felt very much like there's only like one or two or three I'll ways to solve it. Mm-hmm. And it's very like kind of strict in its structure. And I found that to be a lot easier because it was kind of a bit like, I just worked backwards. It was like, well, I need to be there. I need to, have done this. I need to go this. Da, da, da. And then I was like, okay, I'll do this, this, this. And then it just worked. I'm like, Oh, okay. okay. But it, hey, did, it's did such, a good, game. such a good game. Swinging. So, I played it through co-op
2: with two different people. I'm assuming one of them was you.
3: Yeah, I think it was me, because I remember playing co-op with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I did finish that. Totally forgot about it, but I finished it.
0: And then um, the last thing I'll just say about Portal 2 was they actually have community maps. I'm not sure if they have that for the console version. They definitely have it for the PC. And, man, these things are incredible. You guys should actually log in and check them out. Like the... The top rated ones are insane, like it blew me away. Actually, like they're way crazier than the the ones that Valve made. Like they'll have higher ones higher than
3: some...
0: Yeah, like it, some of them are really crazy. It's like depends on your the camera angle and as you move through objects, it changes the actual layout. So you're in like a box, but as you move around the pillars, it will like change what you can see. So, you have to put portals and then walk backwards and throw this in and walk out. And I'm just like, wow, this is just incredible Damn, what they have okay. done with this. So, yeah, really, really good gotcha. game. I I bounced off Star Wars The Old Republic. So, that's the MMO RPG. I, I think, like, Swinney, probably MMOs aren't my thing. Um, uh-huh. It felt very weird to log into a game. And then as soon as I logged in, people were talking about, oh, you know, she's a waifu and you know, like, oh, you know, she'll please you, and this and that. I'm like, what? Like, what? it's all the chat window. I'm like, what That's is what this? I know. And it's, it's the juxtaposition of, like, semi-serious story, with, like, all these guys saying this kind of stuff. I'm wow. like, what? what it's, is this?
2: The first thing I... Yeah. The first thing I do in any MMO I try to play, because most of my I, I do bounce off, yeah. is turn off any form of global chat or, <laughs> yeah. or any kind of Any like, form chat of MMO or, component, <laughs> get out of here.
0: 100%, 100%. How can I try to turn this into a single-player game yeah, and they're exactly. just effectively NPCs to me?
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Really
0: annoying NPC. But, you know, I'm if kidding. you guys want to play that, it's free to play. And, it, it, like, to be I'm honest... Up. from from a free-to-play perspective, it's pretty generous. Like, it's, you know, you level up to level 60 or something like that before you have to pay anything. Okay. The other one is I started playing Deus Ex Human Revolution. And I, I should double-check it, because it feels like that is not built for PC. I'm
2: not sure. I've, mm-hmm. I've only I've only ever played it through on console. I do own it on PC. Yeah, I've got it on PC. It was fine. It ran, it ran really nice on consoles. It so. was fine on PC as well, yeah. Oh, the really? soundtrack, I, think... I love the
3: soundtrack in that. Some, I actually sometimes used to put it on to fall asleep to it.
1: Mm. It's, not I'll in a bad way, because it. it puts you to sleep. Just because re-
3: <laughs> there was something about it that was really cool and relaxing. It's,
0: it's, yeah, hypnotic or whatever. But um, I must admit, like I'm only like a couple of hours into it. I, I'm not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. I'll, I'll play I just, through it. I'll get through the whole game, but I, I thought I'd love with it. kind of divided. Yeah, yeah okay. I had the same yeah. thing.
3: Yeah, I, I just couldn't. Re- it, I don't know why it didn't.
0: It didn't click. Yeah. Like, it and, was... and look, it might be one of those things because it has happened before, where it's you start playing it and then it, you know, you get into it and then really into it. Uh, but yeah, at this stage, I was I'm just a bit surprised, and I feel like I'm not sure if it's because the PC stuff's bothering me. Like the what's wrong the, with the PC? I don't what's know, on? man. Like the mouse acceleration, it just feels like they've tra- they've taken like a, Take a deal, it off. you know like you analog. Analog sticks or whatever, and then that, and then like going, oh, I take analog stick input into just a mouse input. You and know, with you bad to PC ports. Take it off, because yeah, I did, I did. That's I did first I did. thing
3: I do in almost every single game: mouse acceleration off. Oh, you turn, I turn it up, down. It's often Windows as well for me. Yeah, I just okay. I like the, to feel the input that I'm accelerating yeah. myself. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'll, I'll keep persisting with that, but um, you know that. You know, it's still, it's decent. I'm not saying it's... I, I just thought I'd love the game. And so far, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, it, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty good. Uh, and then the last one is, I'm, just, I'm always debating about trying to get into Melee because i just watched the uh, metagame documentary we'll talk about later. Okay. And I, I'm just so fearful because... Okay, I got my Switch. Swinney is a veteran of Melee and I don't want to lose against him too badly. So I feel like oh, I don't really want to play him if he just beats me up like to a pulp. The documentary just made me want to play Ultimate.
2: More. <laughs> but
1: it, Just yeah, more it, smash yeah the, the,
2: the, i like them more the most yeah so.
0: yeah and it does make me want to play smash more and then I, I'm, I'm falling into the whole thing uh that mike always talks about which is what i've got all these other games i want to play and if i play smash it's gonna sound stupid to say it feels like a waste of time but it, it feels like a bit of a waste of time because i'm like I, you know every hour i play smash I, i'm not getting through the story of deus ex or something like that you know
3: that's my so, philosophy, baby. There's a, like a million job. other games to play. And <laughs> now, I feel like...
0: It's exactly like a job, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying get the playing life. the single players. Playing I'm the playing... single player games is That's like a job. job for you. Shit. Well, I, okay. I just want to play Smash a bit, you know? Uh... <laughs> and what have you been playing, Mike?
3: <laughs> Cyberpunk. Speaking of which? <laughs> no, so I played, uh, I, I played a, c- a couple of games, actually. I played a bit more of Control. Um, I've been playing a game on the Switch called... Actually, have it right here. It's called Vigil, the longest night. Probably can't see yeah. it. No, um, no, no yeah. we're, It's we're sort sure. of like a Metroidvania Metru- Dark Soulsy <laughs> type of.
2: <laughs> I think we figured out exactly the yeah. kind of games that Mike likes. I think you have figured things. it yeah, out. Yeah, I think so.
0: I don't know. Like... Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight must be your favorite game ever.
2: No,
3: it's definitely not my favorite favorite Whoa. game ever. Oh, yeah. Be careful there. I, I, mean, I have I, I played a ton one. of it, but I haven't wow. even finished it. I just. I don't know what it was. There was something about the. I I cannot describe it. I don't know why. I kept persisting and persisting, and but clearly I really just... the Hollow
2: Knight haters yeah. on this
3: podcast. No, no, I'm, we don't. I'm I don't worried. hate it. I think it's think Brilliant. It's a brilliant game, but I think it's kind of like Celeste. I have no idea why. I just going <laughs> to hate
0: it. on another one that's like a yeah, another another brilliant come game. After yeah. you. Exactly.
3: <laughs> no, so, so know, Hollow Knight yeah. was. I think I got pretty far into Hollow Knight, but because I also had the DLCs and stuff and the updates, I wasn't quite sure whether I was doing some of that content as well. So yeah, okay. I never f- completely finished the game. I think I got quite far into it. I probably put like 20 hours into it at least.
0: Mm. But and Vigil, so, how did you find Vigil? Well,
3: I, it's all right. I think I feel like it's it was it was a port, and it didn't get the best reviews on the Switch, even though I think uh, it's a perfect okay. platform for it. For, for a bunch of reasons. Um loading times are sometimes quite massive. And there's really weird little bugs like you change a piece of equipment and it'll, it'll take like 30 seconds. It just freezes for 30 seconds and then the game continues. Um, and it's the difficult you can change the difficulty. So that's why it's not really dark soulsy in that sense. Mm. Um, and I find that the difficulty that I would have probably enjoyed it the most is somewhere between easy and normal normal still feels a bit hard. As in I'm just I get to a boss and you just get completely smashed and it's really hard to get the strategies right. And easy's too easy. So oh, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: Goldilocks. Uh,
1: like,
3: yeah, exactly. So I yeah, haven't no, played no. that, I think. But in, in in any case I think it's a cool it's 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 a nice little game. And of course I've been playing a ton of Cyberpunk. So I think I've put in about probably fifty odd hours into it now since it's nice. come out. Um I probably only did two main missions. Good, good to see
2: someone playing the game and having a good time.
3: Yeah, look, I'll I'll quickly talk about that. So I had pretty decent expectations for this game. Let's not forget I, you know, I pre ordered the collector's edition, which I still haven't got my hands on, whatever. It's, and I think it's somewhere in the... my parents' place or some shit. Uh and the console. And then yeah, I ended no, up. Don't don't it like say PC. that
0: lightly. You got a whole Xbox One X. I Cyberpunk got a whole Xbox One X.
3: Yeah, exactly. A whole Cyberpunk <laughs> brand one. <laughs>
0: Does but, that come with a code, by the way?
3: Yeah, I think it does, yeah.
0: Okay, so you've got a code for that and the collector's edition, you've got a code. Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: But that code, like, oh, do I just get the code and then just instantly get refunded because they're doing the refunds for it and it doesn't run well on those consoles? Well, which we'll so talk about saying, in a second yeah. as well. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I still had, excuse me, really realistic expectations for it. I knew that... A game, this scale, and the scale is pretty big. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah. And, you know, The Witcher wasn't perfect or anything close to it when it first came out. They had to patch a whole lot of stuff out. This when you spoke about this last time. Um, so, I went into it with, you know, pretty okay expectations. And like I said last time, yes, there's bugs galore. But if you play the game within like a normal sort of boundary, like you don't go mm-hmm. around randomly killing civilians and doing all sorts of stuff like that, it's fine. Yeah. Not just fine. I've actually really enjoyed it. The atmosphere has been awesome. Just wondering, um,
2: should we should we get into the next segment before we yeah. get to Cyberpunky?
0: I'm just
3: wondering. All right, all right. Well, yeah, We'll yeah, talk about talk. some of the stuff in, in, in the following segment. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's very
0: all right. related.
1: All right. Let, let's
0: all right. let's do that. So, I, I guess what can only be called probably the the worst launch for a AAA game in the history of gaming, uh, and the worst, and I think. Yeah. I think we're all on the same part where we just wanted to stop talking about cyberpunk from, a, I guess, a negative perspective. Uh, But unfortunately, this week, uh, post-CD Projekt Red coming out saying that they are going to honour refunds and then causing a lot of chaos for digital and physical retailers, especially with Sony having very tough policies on how to refund games to the point where if you download the game, don't even open to play it, but even if you've downloaded it to your console, they will not give you a refund yeah. generally, Sony. Uh, I think just because they were deluged with a whole host of people asking for a refund, Sony said, well, okay, you've positioned your statement to say that, you know, look, we, we didn't think the game was fully ready on console and they want people to have, uh, you know, refunds. We'll just pull the game completely from our digital storefront. I think I've ever done that refunds.
3: for a, a game like that.
0: Look, so for a A game, the only example that I've heard of is, uh, okay. what was it? Arkham Knight, I think, or Steam. Yeah, that was yeah, super figure- buggy. Pulled. But I think that's a bit different, though, because I, 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 I guess not, but I, I don't think that's the predominant place people would be buying that game. I feel like the percentages of people buying it on consoles, that game in particular, would have been way, way, way higher. Where yeah, is Whereas this game, was, wait the other way. Whereas it was yeah. fifty fifty, wasn't it? You said. I think it was about 40%, forty percent, forty six. From memory. Yeah, consoles PC. to PC. Okay. PC was a but, amount. Yeah. But the critical thing to, well, to say yeah, here is PC, that yeah. they have removed it from the the storefront, which means not just PS4 base players can't download it now. It you means can't on
3: PS5 either.
0: Yeah. PS5, PS4 yeah. Pro. So. You know, it also means that if you have got that game or, like, you know, someone's going to buy it for you for Christmas or something and you're looking forward to it and you're a digital-only kind of person or you've got a PS5 digital, Mm -hmm. right, and you haven't already got the code to gift someone, like, you're out of luck. Like, you're not going to be playing Cyberpunk 2077 for what I would imagine a while. I would love to
2: know... So, I'd love to know, you know, you said the percentage of console players... I'd love to know the percentage of the overall that were that bought it on the base consoles, not the PS4 or that.
1: I'd never because that,
2: that. yeah, but like, imagine that's still a significant percentage. Like, I would. I still a lot of people I know have base consoles. Yeah, yeah. We've seen we've seen how the game runs. Our digital foundry has done some awesome work to to do a lot of comparisons there, and obviously, also people like just experience it firsthand. But that's such a huge percentage playing mm. what is essentially like a, an unplayable game in many ways. Like, on the base consoles, so I
3: would. I would. Well, see, here, here's the interesting thing. So, I, I have two friends. One of them, his son's playing on. I think it's a. It's either the pro or base console, but let's just call them, bucket them as a base console. It's not a PS5. But no,
0: but no, and... but that's a big difference because yeah, everything I've heard is PS4 Pro and Xbox uh, One X. Man, the Xbox naming is so it's always gonna throw me uh, for the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X are playable. Like people will be like, "I'm annoyed with it." Rah, rah, rah. I'll ask, Whereas, I'll ask him if Yeah, the, the, the base pro. is totally different. Yeah, and he we haven't had experience. Base, we have, like none of us have played it not, on the base. No,
3: I haven't. So he said it's just a base console, but I suspect he probably just doesn't know what is what isn't because it's his, mostly his son that plays it, and his son's been playing it and he's been enjoying it. So I suspect he probably has a pro, but anyway, I can I can, I can ask him. Send me a pic, you know. That's probably yeah. a pro. But I had another mate who was really into it on PS5. And I was actually surprised because it's not the kind of game he would normally play. He just, mm. He's not into those kind of games. And he got hooked. He said it was amazing. But he had to put it down. And he was really disappointed because it just kept crashing on him. And he ended up returning it trying to get it on Xbox One X. so he could, Sorry, on Series X. So, he can continue playing it on Series X. Oh, um, yeah. So... I'm curious how that's going to go, whether that crashes less, because they did... So, Series X does have a performance mode as well as a quality mode. Yeah. So, they it feels like they almost put a little bit more effort, if you could call it into that. Um, but the, I still find it kind of, I guess, ironic and, and sad in a way that there's this console that's branded for it, and the game isn't great on that particular console that was you know designed for it, so to speak. <laughs> So, look, anyway, all that aside, so as a privileged PC player, who <laughs> also has access to other consoles, and I am, I'm, I'm bloody privileged. Not everyone can do that. Um, yeah,
0: you, you have almost everything, even in the new, new generation. I, that's my, what my I wasted my money on, yeah. Mike, you, you
2: consoles. Told me that I need to check my PC privilege. You got to check your PC privilege. <laughs> uh,
3: so, so as someone who's, you know, able to actually play this on PC at uh, decent quality graphics and everything and get my 60 fps it's been a great experience yeah so i really feel for people on console especially people that were really getting into it um and i don't feel so much for people you know we're talking about it in the pre-show that had all these crazy expectations and one all these features that some which weren't even ever announced or tweaks or things that you can live without you know not being able to change the color of my car honestly couldn't care less You can still enjoy the game and everything it has to offer without a feature like that. Yet, if you jump on Reddit or something, you'll see people complaining about something like that. Um, So, if you keep your expectations to a more normal sort of level and you happen to have a PC, I think it's a great experience. Yes, there's bugs, but it's, it's way more than playable. And it's almost a disrespectful thing. To the devs that worked so hard on this, and you can tell they worked mm. super hard. Like the amount of detail in some of this stuff is insane. The character models, the detail on in the vehicles, even like small little things like the GPS. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, how the hell do you even code a GPS in a game? <laughs> that the, and it's funny though, because it's actually let down since we're on the topic by the fact that the, the mini map in the top right corner doesn't zoom out the faster you go, it always stays exactly the same as if you're <laughs> Really, So, you miss every single turn. I'm always like, far out. Like, in the last split second, you can quickly do a handbrake turn or something. So, anyway. So, I, I, I personally, you know, I put 50 hours into it. I don't know if that's 50 hours because I'm trying to justify the cost of the investment in this game that I've made Yeah, uh, subconsciously or because i uh, more likely i think genuinely i am really really enjoying this game like to me it's easy game of the year if you know Whoa, the option really? oh absolutely yeah like i've had some of the quests which obviously I want, I want to talk about are fantastic really cool you know quests around uh consciousness and and what it is to be human you know that typical kind of yeah, stuff but Cyberpunk, with a good little yeah. twist they 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 mm. the way they twist it is really quite good um, the gameplay has been fantastic. The weapon choices have been really good. I've just, I've been loving the hell out of it in the last what 50 hours that I've played. And it's probably two main missions. That's it. The rest of the stuff was all side stuff. And the main missions are fantastic. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the story.
0: And we should also just mention that, uh, Microsoft have come out and said they're expanding their own refund policy on Cyberpunk 2077, uh, for a limited time where you can get a full refund on the game, even if you've played through it. And, and uh, look, you know, I hundred percent am not encouraging people to do this, and I hope people don't do this. But even CD Projekt Red have come out now saying that if you cannot get a refund, send us the receipt and we'll refund you out of our own money. Uh, which I think is kind of wow. wild. I think it's to the 20, 21st really of December, which to me is like. What well, do you nuts. provide them like a
3: BSB and account
0: number? How do they how do they <laughs> refund you? No out idea, of their dude. own pocket i mean they've gone out and said yeah. that and you know it's a company that yeah, cares okay. a lot about its reputation and well I actually they, it they do which trash. is weird because why would the directors do this money man money they were yeah but money it's too much pressure because like... the new consoles coming out and everything they've they've they're just but it's not even ready for the new console it doesn't even make any sense I they, I they
3: mess I, I just don't get how they stuff something like this up especially a company like this that had huge pride in itself of being a company that would only ship stuff out if it's ready after. Well, the,
0: no, I don't. No, 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 no. They
3: true. said that they actually said that they came out back in, didn't they swing like back in 2013 or something? And they I'm said, this thing will be out when it's ready. <laughs> and know. they did not no. stick to that. It's really weird.
0: Look, look uh, I think you always live by actions, not what you say. And they've said a lot absolutely. of things that they haven't lived up to, right? Like they wouldn't crunch; they would, you know, the game would work well. I mean, in January they said this year, twenty twenty, in January yeah. they said you could play through the whole campaign, and it's it's shaping up really well. I mean, that's which just you can, why. which you totally can, probably. No, but they said that in I January, totally and the, even I wouldn't devs... be
3: surprised if you probably could have played yeah. it back in January. Yeah.
0: It, so they had this uh, open QA during this week yeah. with their employees. And they had some crazy employees. You would do something like this. You're you're nuts like this. They had some some of the devs go. You said this in January that the game was playable, but it wasn't playable. Why'd you say that? Wow. Okay. And then and yeah, then there was another <laughs> another dev asked. Uh, the game is about you know corporate greed and corporate corruption and all you this kind of the stuff. Irony. Isn't isn't aren't, aren't what you're doing as directors? Exactly you know, the is, same yeah. thing, and they didn't say they didn't answer the question. Well, how can they? Yeah, it <laughs> no, they can't.
1: Like, yeah. Uh, and look,
0: like you know, I think the three of us, we don't want to shit on this game. Like, it, I don't want to-
3: I'm not shitting on it. I think it's brilliant. No, uh, I'm just think- saying it.
0: I'm just saying it that, like, I think you know, I feel really bad for the devs. It's completely a management Absolutely. stuff up.
3: Like, imagine, but, but imagine being a dev and going to somewhere like Reddit, who, which, by the way, may- maybe I'm my filters wrong or something, but. It feels like 95% of it is just negativity towards the game. It's just, here's this bug yeah, that definitely. I found. Oh, they should definitely. have done this. Oh, the game should have this. Yeah. If I was a dev, that that would suck. Like you you pour yeah. 80 years of your life into this game. Some of those people would have been there probably the entire time. And then you read all these comments about people, yeah. you know, complaining because you can't change the co- the color of your car or something, as opposed to going, holy moly, the models in this game are probably higher quality than in Forza. That's a game dedicated to driving. So yeah. I feel and like
0: I really feel for the devs. It's just a money situation, right? Because if, you know, they would have played the game. They would have known it's unplayable. It's oh, crashing yeah, all sure. the time. They, they even sure. submitted an exemption with the platform holders, Sony and Microsoft, to say, the game is crashing. It probably doesn't pass certification, but can you give us an exemption because we'll fix it on day one? And they didn't. Right. I mean, huh. they didn't. And they I think, really- look at the way the game reviewed on PC. They should have just released it on PC. This is not yeah, a new take. It. Everyone's yeah. saying this, but it's true. They should have released it on PC and said, look, it's just not ready for console. Correct, it needs yeah. more time in the oven. And we well, wanted to... To be it. honest,
3: even on PC, I think they should have probably spent another six months.
0: No, but that's the thing. I think, you know, they... They, they would have known this back in March. This is why they kept delaying it. They, they should have said, you know, look, it's not going to be ready for consoles. We mm-hmm. need to make it for PC, release it, then... Spin their effort into because it, you know, think about it. They've got like basically teams targeting nine different platforms. Oh, it's not, like, it's so hard. That's the thing. right. I
3: think that's the thing that people don't understand as well. It's not only the complexity, the complexities of the game itself and all the different systems that have to work together. And there's so many unknowns that you have to just do rigorous test- testing to figure it out because you don't know how one AI system is going to interact with another, another AI system or yeah. one physics based thing with another one, which is why I get all these weird bugs. So there's crazy amounts of testing you got to do, but on top of mm. that, you now need to do it across nine different platforms. That's yeah. Testing is yeah. actually so so so. One thing is, um, you've worked on project stuff before. I've worked mm-hmm. as um, as you know, business analyst. I worked as a, as a pseudo project manager. Um, the amount of testing you got to do is one of the biggest components. Like you'd be sitting down with a dev, and sometimes the dev could nail something out in a day. And then it'll take you like a week to do some of the testing because of all the different permutations you need to figure yeah. out. So it's it sucks, but they should have just left it a little bit a little bit longer. The the last thing that I, I do wanna say though, for anyone that is playing the game, just in case you haven't heard about this yet, is there is one massive game breaking bug that I've been reading about that quite a few people have spoken about, where if your save file I think exceeds eight megabytes or something, and I think this is across all platforms, it basically becomes corrupted and you can't load it properly anymore. And it can happen if you craft too much, I think. Um, it might Ooh. happen if you collect too much stuff, which I have been doing. So, I should check my save file because I collect everything, like literally. Yeah, yeah. I press the button, any any item that you can interact with, click, 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 <laughs> um, So So... That's a huge game breaking bug. This isn't, you know, you your car goes flying or something, you just load your save file. This is your save file's completely corrupt after like fifty hours of gameplay or something. I
2: remember having that issue in
0: oblivion actually.
3: Exactly like that, yeah. So I'd just give
0: up. I'd <sighs> give up on a game if, if that happened.
3: Oh, I'd give up, put it away, be super bitter about it. Probably come back a couple of years later and, for, you know, right. water under the bridge because I really want to play it because it's such a good game. Yeah.
0: But anyway, so so avoid that stuff
3: if you have if you have it on PC. I actually do highly recommend it personally. Um, but at the same time, if you can avoid it, I would wait another year yeah. until there's all the patches just, come out. Just like you're doing, me-
2: swimming makes me think back to yeah like when we were talking about cyberpunk i'd surely it was one of the times we've been doing this podcast now for a while so it's hard to remember the exact segment but it was like anyone super interested in playing this game and doesn't need to play on launch day wait yeah know? and that's exactly yeah.
3: not it's made was, by europeans was, east
2: europeans no less so <laughs> that was the most like anyone could have thought that but it just i'm just like i'm just so glad i have waited um I do want to support these devs. I, I love the work that they do, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to, especially in a game that you're going to spend so much time in, and you could hit these problems that essentially wreck the game. But you know what? Here, here's the thing.
3: Here's the thing again. Uh, if you can almost take this as a microcosm of real life, to me, it's about experiencing the journey and knowing that it could end at any time. <laughs> Am I getting a little too philosophical here? At any time, my file, my save file, could get corrupted. And I will put the game down and I will just enjoy it for what it was.
0: I thought you were going a different angle that you're saying anytime times what? when he could die. So, he hasn't played Cyberpunk 2077. In that well, you, exactly. You never know. You could get run over by a car and then you've never played the game.
3: So, yeah, just right. just wait uh, and, and they'll patch all that stuff out. And I yeah. think it's a brilliant game. Awesome basis to be an, an exceptional game.
0: I think that's well summarized, Mike. All right. Well, let's move off Cyberpunk, hopefully, for... A while we won't be talking about it. Till next week when something else comes up. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I really hope not.
3: <laughs> when I get the save file uh, crash
1: thing.
0: <laughs> and, I start. and uh in 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 our notes it has here that in the most shocking story of the week, which I, I think is highly debatable, but uh that EA has gate crashed Take Two's acquisition of British Studio Codemasters. So whoa, whoa, we, whoa, we did say a few this. weeks ago <laughs> We did say a few weeks ago that uh that Take Two was gonna buy uh, uh, Codemasters, and then yeah, we uh, you saw the news during the week, didn't you, Swinny? Like, just did that. Hey, uh, EA is just coming in and going, All right, well, yeah. here's some more money, we'll, we'll, we'll re- take this off your hands. <laughs> I
2: reckon this is the most shocking because nobody like even expected it, as opposed to things they're like, Cypunk's been having issues for a while, so it didn't shock me at all that they pulled it. It was big news, whereas this yeah. is like, Wait, what you know, like, and it makes so much sense, like, if any- does it? does it, though? Oh, like EA. When you think about EA, they don't what other than Need for Speed. They don't really have a a a good hold on on like driving driving sims. But it makes perfect sense for them sure to to, yeah. to to quite Codemasters. It I really thought they does. had some
0: others. I thought they had, had some others.
2: Well, like what? You
1: can you know. can I'm drive to...
3: vehicles in Battlefield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I don't I think mean, they really
3: I... have any other dedicated racing slash. Me, this yeah, makes much games. more of
2: a fit than uh, Take Two, um, mm. just because of, like, just just think, like F one, the F one series, like that's already kind of you know those yearly models, yeah, draft
1: yeah. Draft so draft that that series, part of the it,
2: Series,
1: yeah. Uh, I'd almost have thought that F one
0: was a part of their suite of, of games, just the style. You know, of them, so. <laughs> one, one, one
3: tiny thing about F one, since we're on the topic, you know, when they changed the they they included that. I don't know what that piece is called, that protective barrier on uh, on the cockpit. I know nothing. The about halo. The,
0: the halo. halo.
3: That's it. The halo. So so, Swinny. They um, because there was a, there was quite a significant crash, uh, probably about five years ago. I think it was. I forget exactly when. Um, they included this thing called a halo that protects, um, just in case, for example, a car goes flying above or or. Uh, they hit an object or something it it's sort of like a barrier uh between the helmet and the car uh, i'll send you a pic and i always used to love driving f1 cuz i've played i played not all the f1 games that have come out but quite a lot of them and a hmm. lot of games like forts etc i always use the in, inside car view and I try to play some of the late, latest F1 games, and I just couldn't because it's 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 almost impossible to see with that thing. But that's what so they're like, seeing. That's what they're seeing. I'm like, holy moly! <laughs> like, how do, you, how do they? That's doubly the challenge of of normal driving. You can't see shit uh, with
2: that stuff. Like, just like you don't understand the concept of people watching sports, right? Last week we we talked about that. I just yeah. have a hard time just understanding why anyone would like, why F1 even exists. It just seems like the oh, most dangerous thing ever.
1: I understand it's awesome. I understand why you exciting.
3: think
2: that's dangerous. Go check it's out the B group
3: rally driving from the eighties.
1: <laughs>
0: I, no, like, I, just... I like the, can I, can I just say, I like the statement where it goes, you know, I don't know why anyone would watch it. It's just so dangerous. And they go so fast. people.
2: I meant like why <laughs> anyone would actually rate, like, it just seems insane to me. It just seems like the most dangerous thing ever. I feel like that about like um you know what a motor GP and stuff as well, well I was gonna say, I more
3: like,
0: dangerous. I
3: feel like it's MotoGP GP and Rally driving would probably be more dangerous than F one. I feel like F one there's there's a bit more control in
0: I don't I, I don't know how many I don't people know what Mike, do. I don't think as many people have died in Rally. Like definitely MotoGP, GP man, like yes, motorbike well, riding, maybe. a lot of people have died. is uh, insane. <laughs> what you would you would enjoy this though Swinny? so in a recent race uh, there was a, a race car driver uh, Grosjean who was in this horrific horrific accident like it was insane he why would he barrier. enjoy this I might for him the finish just... yeah let me finish yeah and um, <laughs> you know he's basically covered in fuel fire everything they were able to rip him out and he had minimal damage it was amazing like only small mm. burns on his feet and hands effectively right and hundred percent, you know, apart from like the, the emergency, uh, staff that actually rescued him and him just being able to wake up and get out of the car, pretty much the only reason why he's alive is because of what Mike said around the halo. And the funny thing about that is he was the number one. Hater and person against the God, Halo. Bro. He was the face of the opposition. He's like, I'm a race car driver. This is horrible. I can't see as much. It's a stupid idea. It's not going to do anything. So, it, it's super ironic that well, the guy think- who was saved pretty- because of it <laughs> was the guy who was fighting against it. And he owned up to that. He's like, you know what? I was the biggest hater bro. of this and it saved my life.
3: <laughs> well, was, there's crazy. no denying that it'll save your life, but there's also no denying that it ruins your visibility as well. So, it's balancing act you know do you want to stay alive more or do you want to probably i just
2: reckon they should just have them controlled like they're like drone f1 cars i <laughs> <Anyway, they're... laughs> will well,
3: get to that i will get to that probably all right I'll anyway so code, code masters,
2: is... ea have outbid uh take two um the acquisition is expected to take place in quarter one next year so pretty quick it's yeah. pretty crazy um but just like activision EA certainly have a massive history of microtransactions, so we'll see how much that creeps into uh, the future. of course it'll creep into it, yeah. F1 games and that.
0: Having said that, though, I think the recent history with EA... So, Park stuff that's already out there, they've they've already done. They haven't changed that. But the recent history with EA and a lot of EA stuff that's coming out, they've actually almost made a real purpose to yeah like not even have it in some cases which i couldn't believe they've released games this year that had what? no dlc they still don't have dlc some of the games that they released but um
3: yeah, but yeah i don't um, like, think because they were in the firing line i think
0: so i think so it's amazing to say don't, that don't ea
3: don't learn where the line I... fine line is and they'll <laughs> Treaded, yeah, carefully, yeah, hundred percent.
0: And it's funny to me to think that EA's reputation's improved this year, and CD Projekt Red's weird, gone. Well, I know no. exactly.
3: <laughs> wow, 2020 is just a weird year. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, good
0: and, question: and- How many? How many? How many
3: re- 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 readers? How many listeners do we have? Because I'm thinking, if oh, we start to
2: talk shop on the podcast, if we start a pay,
3: a pay tens of thousands, great, perfect. Tens of thousands. If we start yeah. a Patreon. To get people to, to donate, how much do you reckon each person on average would have to donate to outbid EA? <laughs>
0: well, like,
3: we'll try to outbid.
0: I really didn't see where you you're going with I, I No, just on the acquisition, I think it's fine. I think, you know, you're seeing a lot of consolidation in the industry. Yeah, looking through the video games, I didn't realise that EA didn't have a, like, racing car suite outside of uh, Need for Speed. So, that's more of an arcade
3: one of the biggest...
0: No, but that's an arcade style. Oh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like that. They want to have. Be, to be fair, sim. a lot of.
3: I mean, F1 isn't an arcade, but a lot of the other Codemasters. It's games more sim, are kind of arcadey. Yeah, it's it's an interesting yeah. little line that they tread. Besides, yeah, so
0: it does make sense. I, I think it. You know, and it's it, it's interesting that Take Two just backed off after the bid came in. So it, I think they probably looked at it and said, you know what, EA is just going to outbid us if we keep pushing at this. Probably because anyway, it makes money. sense for them to right. acquire it. So. So, wait,
3: no one jumped in like they do with every other acquisition to say, no, this gives you too much of a market share of car games and you have a monopoly on car games or some shit like that, like they do in other industries? That's not a thing. Well, it is a thing in other industries. Monopoly of a a genre of video games. It's it's (laughs) a thing in other industries where you can't have a monopoly over a particular something, a service. But not of a genre of of something. Well, it's still a a service. It's a form of a service, isn't it? Mm. A particular service that is being rendered, like you know, I, and this particular service is racing simulations. But then you
2: could just say that they could argue Mario Kart is a racing game. Dude, I'm yeah. like half kidding. Obviously,
0: there isn't <laughs> a monopoly right. on this. Sorry about Nintendo. <laughs> Talking about right, Nintendo,
3: yeah, you guys talk. Uh, I'll, I'll
0: just Nintendo nice Indie World. Mind. So Nintendo. we actually oh, had a I bunch I did
3: watch this, I, did watch this. Yes.
0: I, I do like how you go Oh I'm going to skip The Nintendo segment As he pulls up His Nintendo Switch Lite, yeah, exactly. Which he yeah. also has A Nintendo Switch as well He's literally got both oh,
3: yeah, in case you're not Watching this on YouTube Yes I pulled out my My light Switch is well, like That's what I said console? That's
0: what I literally said <laughs>
3: I know I I'm just yeah, that's echoing why, your That's why thoughts. I said The
0: whole thing <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. our audio listeners I know no, um, but this
3: part I will pay attention to Because I actually did watch And there were a couple of games That I thought <laughs> looked Bates cool Pay
2: to everything <laughs>
0: No, and, I don't pay attention to everything. You guys send me all these links, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm overwhelmed <laughs> with links. What am I so, supposed to click on? So we should should have a word of warning. This is quite Nintendo centric because, oddly enough, they did have a lot of announcements this week. Multiple different sort of directs and you know videos that came out and and broader news as well. But just in terms of the Nindy world, uh, for me, Swinny, the things I'm going to highlight, and I'll let you highlight the others: uh, Splunky One and Two. I was always surprised that Splunky 1 wasn't out on the Switch, but I never thought maybe they were just holding it back so then they can release both Splunky 1 and Splunky 2. I've always wanted to get into these games. I've always heard that they're quite tricky, rogue-like platformers, um, but very good ones. So I I think this is, again, it's one of those things. I'll wait for the reviews. If this runs well, as it should, but you you never know with the Switch. If it runs well on the Switch, I think I'll pick up Splunky 2 on the Switch because it just sounds like... It's kind of no reason to get splunky one. I don't know. Is that wrong or
3: well, no. Maybe. It's kind of like dig.
0: Steamworld As dig.
3: Is it Yeah, Steamworld dig. So, <laughs> I like how I, you just I, say I,
0: dig and I knew what you were saying. <laughs>
3: I was lucky enough because it's, it's syn- synonymous with the the term is synonymous, I guess with the game now, but
2: I, I just
0: think of that um uh,
2: documentary about the uh, which oh, what was that band? The story? Dig. Oh, those are Anyway,
0: don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a documentary about a band. <laughs> okay. No, I
2: remember we watched... That yeah, it, it was about uh, a... Documentary, uh, documentary The Dandy Warhols. Dandy Warhols, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. Ah, anyway. So, okay. when you say D you got to think that, but
1: yeah, whatever.
3: So, so, it's worth playing number one and then jumping onto number two because number one's a really cool game as well. But I find that if you play number two, it's hard to get into number one because they made so many improvements in number yeah. two. And my girlfriend played number two, got hooked on it, loved it. And then she tried to play number one and she just couldn't get into it because there's a bunch of mechanics that exist in that and number two didn't have
0: or she just didn't find as much that, fun. So, she put that it that kind of proves my point to a degree. Like, because the other part of it is, and I know you guys feel like I have infinite time. I don't. It, it's like... It I only have component of time to play a game like this. So I might as well just play yeah. the best one, which is Blunky 2. Exactly. Steam it? World well, Dig... Is it the I... best one? We
3: don't know yet, do we? So... Uh, yeah. Maybe number years. one is still better in some way. I doubt it. Obviously, yeah. usually, they polish and, it out.
0: And with just quickly with SteamWorld Dig 2 and 1, I actually played 2, and I love that game so much. Highly Same. recommend getting that Probably game. my favorite
3: game on the Switch.
0: It's such a good game. It's weirdly, like, not talked about as much as I think it should be. Yeah. And then I went back and played SteamWorld, the, the original one. And you're right. Like, there's a lot of mechanics that are missing, but I still really enjoyed that game.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's still a super solid game. But if you have the yeah. option, play number one and number two. Because if you enjoyed number two... If you if yeah. you really like number two, then it's it's worth playing number one, so you don't have that experience. And then sure. what I found was really cool is finishing number one and then jumping onto number two and experiencing all those improvements that they made. I was like, yeah. wow, this is sick! Like no. I just love. So
2: we've got a lot of yeah. games to cover. So we do. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Keep going.
3: yeah.
0: Uh, um, then there's uh, so so Splunky One and Two. Unfortunately, is coming out in Q three twenty twenty one. Which kind of like really bums me out because I was like looking forward to playing the game (laughs) and then I'm like, oh my God, it's like six months away. Uh, Cyber Shadow. So funnily enough, everyone thinks this is from Yacht Club Games. It's published by Yacht Club Games, so they're not developing it, but it's developed by Mechanical Head Games. Looks really, really cool. Like a... What kind of vibe? Uh, what, there's an NES game. Jesus. just like so, uh, so Ninja it's Ninja, yeah. it's Ninja
2: Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. This, Ninja
1: Gaiden. With, a,
2: with a bit of a strider in it. Um, playing yeah. The Messenger, which is also very Ninja Gaiden-like. Yeah. It's okay. playing oh, that. No, no, no. And the, this trailer, this game looks just absolutely amazing. Now it this, looks cool, yeah. I'd never heard about this game. Was it wasn't a brand new announcement. I don't know if it was an announcement for
0: Switch. No, no, no. We've, we've heard of it. We've, we've yeah. even seen trailers of it before. But I hadn't seen it before. I'm like, yeah. what is this game? This looks phenomenal. Yeah. The music. Oh,
2: man, I can't wait to
0: try it. That
3: look really cool. You know, I, I find it funny because I'm watching the trailer and I'm like, huh, what's this game called? Cyber Ninja? And and then
2: the right after that, it goes Cyber Shadow. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <great.">
0: <laughs> And do you want to cover NOSHA? John? Uh, oh, it's so, Gnosha, isn't it? Sorry.
2: Yeah, I think it's Gnos- Gnosha. Uh, I think
0: it's Gnosha, yeah.
2: Yeah, so this actually looks really cool. It's apparently a game, uh, it's basically like a run-based deduction RPG. They say RPG because apparently there's... there's Another mechanic, one? ...mechanics um. that carry over runs. Um, but it's basically, yeah, it's like, apparently there's a PS Vita, a game that was like very cult hit. Um, Is this and- the one that had a really weird trailer? The anime one, yeah. So it's but basically it's cool. It's like basically it's like you can set okay for this run. I'm going to have 15 NPCs and potentially three of them are this alien, and you've got to try to figure out in that in that run who is the who is the alien and stuff. So it's kind of cool. I actually like the idea, but it's not it's a single player experience.
3: So So it's like Among Us, but single player.
2: Yeah, but it's more like it's a it's like a repeat. It's like a visual novel around like trying to deduct and figure out who's suspicious, but in a um, in a run and you and you go through each time. I actually really like the okay. idea. Like a roguelike like or roguelite style. Well, it's if like
0: there's if polite. there's potentially RPG things that can carry over, then it's a roguelite. light. Do you have, have to be a light? Okay. okay, interesting. And I I should say sorry. Cyber Shadow is coming out uh, Australia Day next year, so twenty sixth of Jan twenty twenty one. Genosha is early 2021. And then one thing I wanted to highlight was Grindstone. So i heard a lot of positive things about this game. I didn't get around to playing it on Apple Arcade is where it launched. And I think you're starting to see so many games come from Apple Arcade onto Switch and actually get visibility and people playing it. I I really wonder how Apple Arcade's going. Because it's just something I never really hear anyone talking about. And I don't know, it just didn't vibe with me, Apple Arcade, but... Yeah. yeah, I heard a lot of really positive things about this. So um, this is... And it's, from,
2: it's from Capybara who are very well known
0: um, mm.
2: like Swords and Sorcery and, and Might and Magic Clash of
0: Heroes and stuff like that. So. And, and I think people described it as like an action match three puzzle game. I'm like, mm, okay, this is really interesting. And a lot of people who aren't that into those style games have played this and said, <laughs> it's quite interesting. So I, it's one of those ones, I'll keep an eye on the price and if it ever dips... I might dip into it, because um, it does look pretty pretty sweet. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. It, it, I'm really fascinated about this game. I don't know about you guys, because Super Meat Boy was awesome. Like, one of the classic indie games, really. Uh, so, th- this is coming out the 23rd of December as a console launch exclusive for Switch. D- do we think that this game is going to launch well? It's kind of interesting, because it's missing... Oh, I What's his it name? Ed, Ed McMullen, is that right? Ed, Ed, yeah, Ed so Mullen, it's or? Tommy
2: Raffenes or Raffines. I can't remember how to pronounce yeah. his name. He's still part of of Team meet working on. Yeah, that so there. the
0: developer, but not the creative force. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and yeah, I I think this will hit will well. I think they did, they did a good. Uh, did a they did a good. It was a good, uh, a good.
3: It was a
0: good strategy to
2: launch on Switch first. I think.
0: Oh, yeah, it's
3: definitely.
2: A awesome platform
3: for something like that. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And, it, and it's partly procedurally generated, right? Unless they've changed it.
3: No, that's that's what they... Yeah, that's what I heard as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Whereas the first one was completely handcrafted. So, it'd be and interesting that's, to see how...
0: That's what I worry about. Because, to me, that was almost one of the biggest appeals to the first game. How well crafted yeah. it was. So, it felt odd to me that if that's, you know, what you're so good at, why would you take away from one of your big skills? It's yeah, that's, strange, what,
3: but... that's what I'm like as well. And I think you notice... You notice... When a game is is truly handcrafted, versus when it, it's handcrafted systems that are then passed through mm. an algorithm to create randomness, and I find I find a game like if I think of a game like Pillars of Eternity or uh, Baldur's Gate or something where everything was so meticulously handcrafted. Yeah, I love something about that because you know that when you go to a particular place, someone actually spent the time to design yeah. that, to put a particular item there, to do all of that. It wasn't just a randomly generated area with a randomly generated item. It, I feel like yeah. if you lose some of the magic...
0: Oh, 100%. I agree.
3: Right. It's, yeah. yeah.
0: So, I, that's why I'm really interested to see how it launches. Maybe people find it totally fine. And, you know, maybe it's also yeah. the type of person that loves that type of game, wants thousands of levels like that's yeah, actually like, perfect for them. yeah
3: I mean look at Dead Cells look at any of those if you look at all the whole roguelike genre that yeah. is highly based on randomness and yeah. it's huge and people love that stuff and, and
2: Sweeney did you want to cover the next one yeah oh, just let's one. call it so Happy Game looked I will say Happy Game so it's this cutesy game but then is, is the horror game <laughs> like mm. it goes very disturbing and <laughs> from Amanita Design that's actually the main thing that made me oh wait and it's a, it's a machinarium, or sorry, machinarium, or however you say it, or the ChuChu. And Chuchul's the game that I've always wanted to play and I just never got around to it, which is just a really bizarre game. And Machinarium I, was really cool. Yeah, I don't think this game is probably going to be for me because I'm just generally not a fan of this kind of stuff. But I could see this game... Um, it's almost like the, the whole YouTube kids disturbing stuff. I could see this game kind of blowing <laughs> up and getting a bit of a viral thing. Yeah. Yeah, so. This was actually probably
3: my... The one that stood out the most to me as the most interesting one. Mm. Um, I found, like, you know, Super Meat Boy, it's great. It's probably an evolution of the existing game. Uh, Grindstone just didn't look like my kind of thing. But this just felt different. The mm. art style, the creepiness, something felt completely different about this one.
0: And uh, then the last one, which was the big sort of shock announcement, I guess.
1: Shock, Partly really? because
0: well, you yeah, know, it, it's one of the biggest games going around. I mean, like, it won multiple awards at the Game Awards. That's what I mean. There's nothing shocking that it's now on this among platform. Us. <laughs> among <gasps> Us. It's what? to Switch. And it's available no. now. <laughs> on the Switch? I, I was saying this uh, offline to Swinny that I actually, when I saw this announcement, I was like, it's not on the Switch? <laughs> I just assumed it was on the Switch. I guess the
3: shocking part that it isn't yet on the Switch.
0: So, no, it is pretty massive because some people haven't played this game because they're either not wanting to get it on the phone, even though it's free, which would be, would be weird, but or they don't have a PC or, you know, want to play games on PC. So, you know, I think this, this will see a lot of success on the Switch. Absolutely. It, will, it yeah. was already the number one game. Okay. I must admit, before it launched, I kind of would have assumed they would have just made it free, but... Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think you, you just see that trend that whenever a game is free on mobile, it, it costs a nominal amount of money on the Switch. And probably, if
3: it's... but it's probably also Nintendo Charge something. That
0: but... do they even have a model where you can put a game there for free unless it's a demo? Yeah. I don't They yeah. do? Fortnite and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Among yeah. Us still monetized through you know outfits, yeah. costumes, skins, all that kind of stuff, so... And like I said, it's the biggest game going around at the moment from a streaming and just, you know, popularity perspective. Um, yeah. Outside of the classics like Counter Strike, which is amazingly still played by like almost a million people a day. It's just unreal. amazing. That's... I don't know it's just unbelievable,
3: yeah, and I feel like we missed a couple of games out. Though there was the game. Oh, we, we... These,
0: are, these are just the highlights. So I so did so ask We, you, actually, so we my... did. We did ask you pre-show. Uh, so uh, you know... Hey, <laughs> uh, any games you want to talk about? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one
1: game that
3: you want to talk about that isn't even on the list. <laughs> uh, not really. So the the only other, other notable one that I could think of at the top of my head was the one that's set. It's made by the Peruvian guys.
0: I think. What's it called?
3: I don't... Oh my gosh, I don't remember the name of it. It sounds horrible to say this, but it actually looked interesting. It was, it was the one set in the jungle. I
2: know the game you're talking about, you but know I'm, talking about the about, right?
3: I'm not going to tell you what it is.
2: I don't remember the name of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry to the developers that did it, but I actually thought you, it was pretty cool. There is also this link on. that's right here in the in our run sheet says everything announced
1: during ah, Nintendo. Where is that? I I'm, didn't, I'm zooming
0: where... in on your face so the devs can see you. I'm sorry. I'm just... So okay, all right. If
2: you if, if you if you not go. open it up, then the game that you're talking about is Tunchei.
3: That's the one. Thank you. So it's yes. like it
2: looks like a cool little 2D uh, brawler that's also got a guest character from Hat in Time, the Hat Kid or whatever. That does yeah. look pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, to me, to me that seemed much more interesting than I don't know
3: Grindstone, which seemed grindy. <laughs>
0: all right, well, I think it right so seems all right. I, like, the last thing that I just want to say about Among Us is that Mike and I aren't that big of a fan no, of the game, and he thinks that's unacceptable for us to it's have that opinion.
3: because we didn't give it enough time. Also, you agree. I know, I know I said,
2: firsthand that you haven't played a game properly. That's why I know. Yeah, because
3: you people kept cheating, but... I feel like okay, if we played a game I'm properly, we it. It might change our tune. I just, I still don't really, I, I that's yeah. fair. like it's, the, nothing, I, new. it's yeah,
0: nothing new. So it's nothing new.
3: Nothing new, and it just didn't click at all. <laughs> yeah, with it's, me. Nothing right. new. And we have another friend whose name I won't mention that also feels the same.
0: Can we, can we just Mike so that we can, you know, own this opinion? Because when he doesn't allow yes. us to own it, we should organize a proper game and we'll do a proper game. Yeah. How many, do do need, How many people do we need, How many people do we need? We need at least right? six people.
3: Okay, that's easy. We'll organize easy. at least six people. We'll do eight.
0: Yeah, I'll get Bring my wife, life, you get yeah. your girlfriend on mobile, yeah, all that stuff. They've got the a Switch, call
3: actually. Uninterest. Yeah. They've got the <laughs> it's just, oh, yeah, they're, they're on Switch now, so we can yeah, do Harry. that.
0: <laughs> so tell me about Then, we, yeah, then we can say we don't like it.
3: Yeah, or we can say, oh my God, this <laughs> is so great. How could we have ever said that we don't like it? We never said that. I don't recall ever saying that. It's not... <laughs> and so, any- so
0: I'll talking talk about Switch, time. there's some uh, quick quick announcements. So, Nintendo Switch Online, as it's been doing recently in a semi-frequent, infrequent basis, they've been adding games to the NES Online and the Super NES Online service. So, the Ignition Factor and Swinny, hey, is that Fire Fireman? The Japanese? No,
2: yeah. It's a fire. I think it's called Firefighters in Japan.
0: Yeah, that that's a good not, game, I not think. Not The Fireman, I think the oh, Fireman Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. Separate. Weird, it looked so similar to it. I just yeah. wondered if it was a different title. Uh, Super Vellus 4. Am I saying that right, Vellis? Super Vellis so. 4, tough yeah, enough. The, the Fireman is a different game. Oh, okay. Oh, good good call-out. Uh, Nightshade, but the one that we definitely want to highlight is Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie's Double Trouble. So that's coming out, which is cool, uh, and that also then lines up to our ongoing retrospective on the Donkey Kong Country series. So we'll be playing through that game. uh, And then for the 10th of January episode, we'll be covering it. So, Mike, if you want to play Donkey Kong Country 3, it's only going to be like a couple of hours to get through it. Then you can uh, also participate in that lovely conversation about Donkey Kong Country 3.
3: What's that? Sorry? Well, I'm just playing (laughs) my.
0: He's he's literally playing the game. He's literally playing the
3: Switch.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to cover, Sweeney, on that?
1: No,
2: no I, I will say yeah, uh, Nightshade on. is a game I never knew about, and that actually looks pretty cool, so I might try that.
0: Is that the one that um, that Tron always talks about? I think it is. No idea. Nightshade. Mm. Yeah, John no, I've heard...
3: Still doing videos?
0: Yeah, yeah. Heard... Okay, yeah, cool. They're really good. They're really good. They're just yeah, like, I, infrequent. I
3: thought they were good, but I
0: just haven't heard of from him in ages. Oh, I think a lot of creators given the COVID a sort of, you know, uh, you know, should they be creating more, the
3: though, given that it's they're at home not, all the
2: time. Kind of not
1: really I mean, because you can't. Are you being productive the at home during time, but...
2: lockdown that Melbourne
0: had?
1: Hmm.
2: Were
0: you more productive at home during the lockdown in Melbourne?
3: The pro- well I was working full time as well, so Hey,
0: he made that video, it have... like tens of thousands of views. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. thank you. I was uh, to no, but I had a full-time job. You there. So- yeah. he just like <laughs> swerved on me. You did a heel turn. Exactly. I, I saw an opening to get you.
1: All right. All
3: right. Yeah, he, He's the real imposter. He's got no... <laughs> he'll backstab everyone in the end. Give it's a shit.
0: true. I should be really good at that game, but I'm not, because everyone sees me coming. <laughs> no,
3: All right. expected it to you. All
0: right. Let, let's get into further uh, Nintendo news. So, Super Nintendo World. So, yes. we had the Super Nintendo World Direct uh, this week, which I was, like, super pumped about. Uh, so, it was a, about 15-minute uh, virtual tour through some parts of Super Nintendo World, so the new uh, exhibit in Japan. Uh, we don't have the date, but I've, from my recollection, it's the 4th of February, 2021, which w- this will open up in Japan. Realistically, most people won't be able to travel to this if you're not already you're in Japan. You're correct. You're correct. Oh, look at that memory. Um, and and what I loved so much was uh, why were we even talking know, about it? What was that Mike? Why are we even talking about it if no one can even go to it? No, but some people will be able to go to it, and we, you know, I want to cover it because I'm super excited about it. So, yeah,
3: are a Japanese listener.
0: We had uh, Shigeru Miyamoto actually do the be our host and oh. uh, through the virtual tour of Super Nintendo World, which right. like had incredible little funny like moments in it, uh, including you know at the start calling himself Mario's dad. And then <laughs> he had a reference to that, I think, Swinny, when he was doing the photo shoot. Like, um, so, I think he said you, something like, Our oh, dad's here or something. I, I, yeah, didn't
2: I didn't know what to expect in this video because. I'm not as pumped about this whole thing as you are, but I found yes, it just yeah. so delightful and charming. And it's all down- Miyamoto is just such an infectiously like happy personality. Like, yeah. I know that you know, yeah. like he's also <laughs> apparently slave drive behind the scenes, but it's it's, it's a I don't right care. Of- it's still, like he's still that like the legend of in the industry. Like, still like the yeah, absolutely. Man. He's created so much
3: cool stuff. Yeah, uh, but, um, I, I like one of those things where you you gotta. I think a lot of people don't have the ability in a way to s- separate the the creator from the person that they are. If you know what I mean, like so. As an example, John Travolta. I think, from a personal perspective, not the biggest fan. From an artistic <laughs> perspective, and the films is amazing, and it's kind of like that, you know. And I think it's maybe the same thing as this. I'm you, just laughing. In my. <laughs> Is, segment but i'm going to interject and talk about john travolta like well no but i'm trying to give, i was trying to think of an example of someone who i don't necessarily respect on a personal level but i respect highly at an artistic level i and know i, I, I know
1: mean, what you're
3: what you're like oh that person said what oh my god in their entire 30 year career they said what <laughs> one time oh they're horrible they're the cancel, worst
2: person canceled cancel, cancel travolta feel, cancel me feel, murder. Feel, cancel
3: them <laughs> like, all like, cancel me You've given
0: Burn us another. You've given us another show title, Mike. Something like Shigeru Miyamoto and John Travolta, <laughs> just like Ver- two two people I've never you know thought of side by side. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right, Swinny. Like I, I'm like super pumped about this. Like I do you I'm think a, you're pumped because you've got kids and we don't. No, no, I'm like a kid at heart. And like How do you know, we don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, he, he might have kids that he doesn't know about.
1: Um, I know. Well, well, one I'm, just, I'm, just
3: assuming, I'm just assuming, with all the time you spend hunting your achievements to be the number one in the world, that you had to put your whole family thing aside <laughs> just to focus on that.
2: I sacrificed my family for achievements. Sacrifice <laughs> the family
0: <for laughs> that. that unlocks an achievement. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm super pumped about this. Even if I didn't have kids, I'd be like super amped about. Really, get... Get
3: pumped you'd go there just to see some Dude, people get... dress up mascots from your childhood.
0: Mate, I, I, I'm a kid at heart. I've got a you know, I'm not jaded like you and Colin. I'm
3: not jaded. I feel like I'm still... A, I, I'm still looking at hard just in a different way. I'm not... I don't buy into the whole marketing thing of...
0: <laughs> go, okay. Pay to see You're not buying into the marketing thing. The buy, guy who has, like, five versions of Cy- Cyberpunk 2077.
3: <laughs> like... no, no, hang on. Wait. I didn't buy it into the marketing thing. I bought into the investment... Maybe Wait, not
1: the, the best. So you're I a scalper about. now?
3: I'm not a scalper. I wanted the Xbox. I was going to use it, which I which I Sculpey. will. Uh, and I thought, hey, this, this, would have, this would hold a
2: higher value than just the regular Xbox. If only I'm we had like, a story next on our run, it <laughs> was about possibly
0: a scal- <laughs> Who would well, do
1: such a Just, that thing. The same way?
0: just Because you've ruined this segment, which I was so uh, excited about.
1: Yeah, I, read, like, um, I read, like, just, just quickly. So, 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 there's sorry. one last
2: bit, they also confirmed that they're... They're hoping to open uh, Super Nintendo World in the LA in Orlando. Universal Studios parks in the future. So, that I think well, is a big call yeah, out from it's, us. It's we.
0: We, we definitely knew that already. Yeah, but the one that right, I don't right. believe was announced before was Singapore. They're building one in Singapore, Singapore. now. It's
2: spreading
0: like wealth. Are yeah. they going to
2: build one in Australia or what? I feel like. No,
3: because a- we don't have Universal uh, you Studios
0: have been here. So vested oh.
2: in a segment oh. that you probably didn't even watch the video for. I love it so much.
0: <laughs> I know. And as I'm trying to like talk about something I didn't I'm watch excited about.
2: I don't really care about a theme park.
0: They that is talk just about it.
3: Milk the Nintendo money. It's like such, it's such a cash cow that they're just, they're just. yeah, it's beyond milking at this point. It's the same as Star Wars. I, well, actually, I feel like Star Wars is wait, wait,
0: wait, a more interesting
1: because it's more interactive how, like that.
0: How is but it milking like, it? It's it's a theme park. People enjoy it. They go there. They go on know, rides. That, they have fun. I get That's it. Like, I get it. It's It's called fun, but, Mike. But,
3: well, it's called fun. It's called... <laughs> making money first and foremost for nintendo and then yeah secondly, that's, that's
0: they they make money the then that's all uh, they is. can provide me the service which is go to a place and i'm like wow this is like when i was a little kid now it's come to life it's incredible it would
1: really be
3: like that though
2: come oh the to mario life. gloves are off I think and you got there's, people, there's
3: people who are just dressed up in giant mario suits like do you not okay, see the illusion
2: ahead Mate, At 8? Eight,
3: life is an illusion. Life is,
0: illusion. life is an illusion. Life is an illusion.
2: Have you ever been to a theme park?
0: <laughs> yeah, when I was like 12.
3: Yes, I did. When did the you illusion... have a, a fun time? When I didn't see through the whole did thing. Did you when have
0: I, a fun time? When <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see through the whole thing. Oh, when I didn't have to dress up as
3: a mascot myself for work and realize how annoying it is having to wear that shit day in, day out. <laughs>
1: Oh, so that's uh, where 20. this comes from. Oh, you so so I'm yeah, uh, yeah,
2: wearing a mascot, yeah.
3: for...
0: wearing
2: mascot clothing, okay?
3: Fight
0: for the mascot union. Fight for them. Tra- the... the... <laughs> Liberate them. <laughs> you're worried about some random Japanese person who
1: has I to am, wear the mascot. I am.
3: He's probably getting paid some shitty nominal amount just so he <sighs> can. Can entertain you people like he's a jester of some sort sweating under that All right. we've got a lot this does to get not through, this though, does so. not
0: damage my enthusiasm and excitement for this and I mean, I'm not even would. the most driver,
3: you probably get enjoyment out of knowing that some poor Japanese person stuck under that <laughs> thing sweating like hell just so you can I'll be happy there. To do it
0: i would be Pretend happy to, to go in the Mario, Mario suit I'd happy I'd be happy to, that would be a cool story like you that'd be a great a story suit. for the podcast
3: you would wear a Mario suit for the whole day yeah, of course. Okay, in the That's middle lovely. of summer. In
1: the middle of okay, summer.
0: I've done, I've done much worse things than All that. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm gonna
3: bookmark this, and we're gonna, we're gonna come back to this next <laughs> summer,
0: or when I when I have the opportunity to be the Mario mascot. I will. At I will pay Super for... Nintendo World. <laughs> like I, I don't think to this is gonna Nintendo happen. One.
3: I just want to see you wear this
2: outside
3: somewhere. No, I want
0: to. I want to be at the at the Nintendo World and do it. I just I'll imagine to, someone comes e- across e- a YouTube <laughs> clip of this and is like, "I was wanting to learn more about Nintendo." <laughs> yes, getting back to that. Stop it, Mike! I am gonna, I am gonna okay, press right, a button right, right. to delete you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you covered the Singapore, LA, and Florida stuff. It's opening up on the fourth of Feb, uh, and yeah, we'll definitely be going when we can. So we have to go to Hong Kong. As soon as it's feasible and safe to go. So when we do go to Hong Kong, we'll definitely go across to Japan and check this out. So I'm super, super... My wife has watched the video multiple times already. So she's super pumped about it. You should talk to her, Mike.
3: Can we just remember the whole cyberpunk thing?
0: Keep your expectations
3: a little low, just in case. Oh, and and, and I should say
0: to everyone, just a reminder, this is a component. And you have to pay extra for it as well. Really? Oh, no way. So you go into Universal Studios in Japan, and then it's a separate component of Universal Studios. Wow. Now. And it's one you of the things that you probably... Look Mario? <laughs> you probably could spend, like, a couple of hours and see everything, like, thoroughly at a place like that. So, yeah, Japan. you're right. You gotta... Uh, it's not too far off. It's not too far off. Uh, I think it's, like, 80 bucks Australian. Oh, I'm my like God. That. And that's just for the past to get into this part of it, not to Universal Studios. So, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Keep your expectations low and realistic, but looks really, really cool. I love it. Um, And yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're just a filthy scalper, Mike.
3: I am not a filthy scalper. I do
0: not scalp. But... (laughs) Well, the investments, the investments... One
3: company that does allegedly (laughs) scalp... Is cash converters
0: does it
1: allegedly? Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. more like allegedly. Definitely.
3: So, yeah. they have a PS5 console. So, this was I saw this via Reddit, I think that's where we all saw this.
0: Well, no, no, I think like this How is from DashGamer.com, which is an Australian site. Dan Rizzo, okay,
3: that's right. Which then, yeah, okay, I subsequently saw that through Reddit. Yeah, so this is this is a company who, who sells secondhand goods. So people go in, they sell their stuff because they're super poor or they stole it somewhere. It's like a porn shop.
1: It's a porn shop. I it's think a Cash shop. Converters is also
2: a thing in the UK as well, I believe.
3: Yeah, I think it is. It's not just it an is. Australian thing. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's a pawn shop. It's a branded franchise. Australian pawn shop. shop.
1: Yeah.
0: Porn. P-A-W-N.
3: Uh, P-A-W-N. Yes. Porn. It a
0: keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep
3: there. going. Apparently in Canberra, it's... it's all that stuff's more keep going, than it
0: is. Keep so, going.
3: Anyway. So, 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 yeah, so they, they, they've been selling
1: <laughs> PS5s uh.
3: for $1,500. Mm-hmm. Now, you are of the opinion that that's okay
2: because so, you're Mike, a, can, you, a, sorry, can you clarify scum. what is the actual, like, suggested retail price of in Australia? Yeah. So, the, okay. So, sorry. So, the suggested retail pl-
3: price in Australia is $749, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. So this I like there. you got to lasting... check your privilege
0: so much. You bought a PS5 and you don't even know how much it cost. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, traded, I traded stuff in for it. I sure, used a sure, sure. trade deal where I traded sure, my PS4. Sure, sure. Money so I have no bags, idea how Mr. much I actually bags. paid for it. You know what I mean? There was no retail price sure. on it. I gave yeah. them my, my PS4. Go on, and they, go, on, they
0: go, on, go on, go on, go on,
3: go on. I paid... Traded some games in. And I actually don't think I paid anything for the PS5 because it was fully traded. In fact, in fact, they gave me a $100 gift card. So, sure. technically, they gave me money to take the PS5 off there. No, of no. It. no anyway, they didn't. It's just because anyway. I, traded, I traded a lot so of games $750 in.
0: Australian dollars. They're anyway, retailing it for $1,500. For $1,500, they're trying to sell it, which, first
3: of all, is outrageous, the fact that they're trying to to, to profit for something like this. They have every right to in that sense. I wasn't so much pissed off at that because supply and demand, okay, I get it. you've got your hands on something that is worth a lot in the community at the moment. It's worth more than retail, so yeah, you're going to try to flog it at a high price. What pissed me off to no avail though, which actually in my opinion still breaks Australian consumer laws, is the fact that they advertised it as originally being what was it like eighteen hundred bucks or something twenty two hundred now point whatever some bullshit amount that never existed so so in australia for fellow australians and people overseas who don't know it is actually illegal from my understanding to advertise a product at on sale if it never was the the price that you originally advertised it at so you can't just go this the thing was three thousand dollars now it's only fifty dollars you can't do that unless you actually sold it at three thousand yeah. dollars for a reasonable amount of time.
0: Well, offered it for sale. You don't have to actually have sold it. Right, for, yeah. yeah.
3: Now, I would, I would, I would say, maybe they did for like a split second to avoid the laws. But I suspect, again, I don't know. But I suspect that it was never sold at that price. Well,
0: allegedly, allegedly, because allegedly
3: it was never sold at I, that price. Well, this is I, what I'm saying. I, think, I suspect it's allegedly. I don't know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well, saying I, I alleg-
0: that part of it doesn't really matter that much. I don't think anyone really gets that. Up me all.
3: Okay. Look, in the <laughs> end, in the end, the ultimate problem, isn't just that the ultimate, pro- well, first yeah. of all, to me, that, that's the fact that there, if they did not sell it at that particular amount originally for a reasonable period of time. So you can't just put it off for 10 seconds and then go, that's it. Tick. Sure. We've, we've covered our, the Australian law. Right. You have to actually have, try to sell it at 2200 or whatever the price was. Um, that part, first of all, is illegal. And the fact that someone does something as shady as that well, just I don't goes think to that's show how that big of a deal.
0: Like, even if you are completely right, there's a lot of examples of that being breached all the time in Australia.
1: Yes. It's it's so.
0: yeah, and I know, but it's you know laws about yes. what gets enforced. The the biggest reason yes. why they introduced that law yes. is because people were setting up new stores and like flipping stores. Essentially, they're setting up a new store and then saying everything is like eighty percent off like brand new, like yeah. the store just opened. So they're really trying to clamp down on that. That's
3: They need to clamp down on it everywhere. The problem is it's sure. hard to monitor unless people dub them in or call the ACCC and say, hey, such well, and I such mean, store is doing this particular thing.
0: I could say like Nintendo breaches that in Australia because a lot of the games when they come out, they're advertised as they're discounted. So Hades, when it came out, it was like I was advertised as discounted by I think 20 or 15%. Mm, where yeah. you can't do that in Australia, like because it just launched, literally just launched. Like they said, it's a launch discount. You can't do that in Australia. Think
3: that the problem is that kind of exists everywhere. Because when you think about it, JB, oh, no, there's like, a lot you, of sixty nine Yeah, but they don't but say the, it's twenty percent off. Still... J, JB
0: doesn't say it's twenty percent off, right? Yeah, so probably a, Nintendo does. Yeah. So you, you can't do that, but it's not a big deal. I don't think that's the big deal. I think the the thing we're arguing about is you think it's okay. A pawn shop is offering <laughs> PS5s in Australia for, like, $1,500, which is, like, the equivalent of, like, 1000 US, right? My whole point here is... And everyone's outraged. I'm the only one who's not... I don't... I'm not fussed about this at all, right? I, I will firstly say that if they are going online and buying these consoles and then flipping them, like, that is completely wrong. I don't know if it's illegal. I don't think it is in Australia. But... I, I think not. that's completely wrong from an ethical business perspective. I don't think you can have a whole business where you're just, you're basically a scalper at that point, right?
3: Well, they are. They, they would be scalping, no, no, but we don't know. We don't no, know when they're No, no, no. No, no. So we not make
0: such I, a
1: difference. Look,
0: they, they, there's not many examples. So it does really seem like people have, you know, stolen them of like, you know, you know, like just said, hey, you know, what, I just want to sell this. I'm want to get rid of it. Because it's not like you're seeing hundreds of examples of this. There's very few examples so far. I think there's two examples that I've heard of that cash converters in Australia are selling these. So let me walk through the logic of it, right? Like they are not in the business to sell things at RRP. That's not what they do, right? You will walk in there and go, I want to sell this, you know, PlayStation 4. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll buy it off you for a hundred dollars. And then they'll go and sell it for like 300, right? That's their business. Now walk me through what you would do. You own the store, Someone comes in that has a PS5 oh, no. and they go, I want to sell it. You can't criticize people if you would no, do no, no, no. the same so, thing.
3: So, so, so we were going to fight this out, but I have to admit, they have every <laughs> right to sell it for whatever the hell price they want. So you agree if with wanna, me.
0: If, How can you be outraged no, that
3: part, that part actually, That, that part I, actually, I, I agree with. I would be outraged if I knew that they went out and bought it from a store. Yes, I agree with that. And yeah. then they went and tried to sell it. But yeah, that's we don't right. know if they did that. If they did, absolutely, I absolutely. Seems
0: think. unlikely. It seems but very if someone,
3: unlikely. If for whatever reason some idiot came off the street and went, I want, I want to sell you my PS Five for three hundred dollars because whatever, you know. I have no idea why someone would do that, but let's assume hypothetically, two people did. Them.
0: They're buying then, them for yeah, more than retail. Buy man.
3: them for more retail. Sell them for a ridiculous amount. I think. I think I'm, as much as it sucks, it's fair game if if that's what oh, happened. Okay, So you agree? I don't think agree with that I don't disagree with that I agree with you that that, as a pawn shop, if someone comes in and has an item that they want to sell and we're not talking about whether it was stolen any of that because it's a completely different discussion, yeah. then you can go sell it at whatever you know reasonable amount is that people will pay for it out there and the reality is nowadays people will probably pay fifteen hundred bucks for that thing, yeah. what annoyed me was just the way they advertised it. And hmm. what also, I guess, again, against speculation, how did they get their hands on it? I just, I think it's highly unlikely that someone just walked off the street and said, "You know what? I would like to sell my PS 5 Because for well, whatever I think reason, totally I don't they people either. do that all
2: the time, man. like yeah, that's take, totally likely. They they get buyer's remorse. for like, oh man, I really needed that money to actually, like, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah,
0: maybe, anything.
3: and
2: they didn't want to bother with eBay or something. Yeah. So yeah, oh it's yeah, possible. a lot of people, a lot of people that are selling that stuff aren't the kind of people
0: that are going and putting listings up on eBay. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, Mike, there's a lot of bad stuff going on. Like people, you know, have a lot of issues at home and all this other kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Going, yeah. Oh, oh gonna, go you know, this it worth a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because some people might have just, at a whim, gone, oh, yeah, I'll order one. Yeah, and then possible. all of a sudden yeah, it's worth so much yeah. more. seems like well, we actually end, agree. We actually agree on
2: this. I think we And, and yeah. Swinney,
0: where do you stand on it, just quickly?
2: I I think it's an
0: arsehole move,
2: but I don't have any arguments to back up my...
0: My We're in side. trouble. Everyone's uh, going to turn on us. <laughs> We're all like, the no, same no, that... see, I, I definitely
2: <laughs> think it's our move, awesome, but as you said, it's like <laughs> they have the right to do this. But I think... Look, look it's, not the nice. 15, it's not nice. To me, the there the price nice. differential, like the fact that it's $1,500 like, is just ridiculous to me. Wow, like it's so. something, If it was something like... No, that's, you asked my opinion. Um, I think if it was something like 1000 or something, that's that's much more reasonable, but I think that it's, it feels like they're taking advantage of, of a situation. Well, um, yeah,
3: but it's any business can take advantage. Like for example, why is a particular Ferrari worth 1.5 million? It isn't, you know, the car might've been worth a hundred thousand came out. Yeah. It's a so, blind man. So
2: because... Can I, are you, you've, you guys have been talking for ages. Yeah, i mean, sorry. I think it's t- taking advantage of a situation where, it's and it's the point where i think it, and from by you know allegedly it's also a certain chain of the cash converters that may or may not be owned by the same group allegedly. as well, allegedly um so i think that it's they don't care how they look to people honestly though cash converters um, i think it's an asshole move but there's nothing you can do about it that's all you know it's like yeah, well enough,
1: yeah. It, yeah
2: i think the as you, you were mentioning before, Mike, um, saying, oh, it's been marked down from from whatever it was to 1800 Like That's ridiculous, but we don't know. We don't have the information or the facts about did they actually had it have it up at that price for a week? Yeah. Is that a reasonable yeah, we don't amount
1: have of time? That we have Absolutely. no idea. Yeah. So.
3: They could have had it. Re- I mean, it's, it's, it's a very gray area. I don't know. It's a reasonable amount of time according to the law. So that's yeah. very open to interpretation. You can have it for two, three days. For an item that you, I, I would imagine if you had, you know, from from a law perspective, they would have the right to say, this is a very high demand item that even, you know, two days is a reasonable amount of time, given that it's probably gone within two, three days. Mm. So,
0: yeah. And I mean, like, really, the real culprit here is Sony, just not making enough of these consoles or releasing them too early or not allowing for pre-orders early enough to gauge the interest of the console.
3: Well, I'd say the and... real culprit is humanity for making too many people that want consoles. I mean, you know, where does the blame end?
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, I, have, let's, I, let's... I
2: have a list of possible episode titles I'm just adding to.
0: Right. Oh god. Let, let, let's the let's go from uh, <laughs> the problems with humanity to Sephiroth, <laughs> the new Smash yeah. actor. Okay, cool. Uh, let me just let
3: so... me get my Switch out again. Okay, done. Yeah.
0: We'll see you in about an hour,
1: Mike. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> play the.
0: So, so this week, uh, you know, so Sweeney and I are big fans of Smash Ultimate. Like, uh, really? we both have the what? Fighters Pass. Oh, so nice. to Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so every every new character that comes out, uh, both Swinney and I are super pumped for. Uh, and, you know, we had the announcement of Sephiroth uh, as part of the Game Awards, which was cool. That basically opened up the Game Awards. And then we had the announcement that this week uh, we would have the direct... From Sakurai, uh, the game creator, just around how the character works, and the thing that Swinney and I are always interested in is when is the character available because it has been very uh, dynamic in terms of you know long time or very short time. this one was the strangest that Swinney I reckon the strangest kind of like availability they've ever had in smash right
2: easily easily nothing
0: yeah else and and um. You know, in a really cool thing that they've done, they've actually introduced a new thing into the game called the Sephiroth Challenge. (laughs) Mike's just showing his Switch. Have you bought that or are you just showing an image? You're just showing an image of it. Sorry. Yeah, just in the video, he's showing an image of Sephiroth. I thought he'd actually bought it. Um, That they have the Sephiroth Challenge, which means that from even now until uh, Tuesday... You can challenge Sephiroth, and there's three levels of difficulty. Easy, medium, and then very hard. And if you beat him, you actually unlock the character straight away. Now, the easy challenge is what I tried first, just to get through it, and it was insanely easy. So, I don't know. I think, effectively, they're just it's available now. Would you would you say that's incorrect, Swinny? Really? I know there's a caveat on it. It is
2: but... not incorrect. It's basically... It's so easy to unlock him on that easy mode that it's like yeah here's the character if you have the dlc um season uh was it fighter pass or you pre-ordered the
0: sephiroth dlc i think it no i think you need I, I think now i heard that this is the case but it might be incorrect but i have heard from two sources that you have to have season pass like the fighter pass 2 to be able to unlock him like just buying him doesn't get the I challenge think, I think That's the video, think the, video
2: uh, the Sakurai's presentation said both. That's why. Oh, okay. Sorry, I must have. Yeah, I must think. Have
0: I wrong. think. Okay, so under enough, normal
3: circumstances, how enough. do you unlock him if you have have him as a DLC character? Well, with you, all the DLC yeah.
0: characters, they've just said it's coming out on this day. Right. So in the normal base game you know, you get these challenges that pop up, but they're kind of like integrated in the game. This is a, on the menu, there's an actual little thing at the top of the menu now that has like press start, like the plus button to go into that challenge mode. And it's like this weird retro sort of like uh, challenge screen from it's, Final Fantasy Seven. It's very yeah, uh, yeah. I'm saying so normally cool. normal
3: you'll just, you'll, you come out and you just get them and you can play with, yeah, play yeah. Like yeah, early access if you do the challenge.
0: Well, I think it, it's his way, because Sephiroth, whenever he has appeared in other games as well, they've always kind of honoured him as the boss, and it's like yeah. some kind of special thing. So, it, it's very cool that they've done this.
3: Exactly. Um, yeah, someone, someone play the game, it sounds like a really cool concept.
0: And, and I must admit, I must admit, because yeah, I haven't right. beaten the very hard mode, I've only tried it like, I don't know, four or five times. It was basically like easy, medium, I just ploughed through that, and then I got to very hard, I'm like, oh wow, okay, I need to actually try on this. Um I actually wish that they did go through what he wanted to do initially, which was do the challenge. If you lose, then you have to wait. Like, I kind of <laughs> think that that's kind of nasty and kind of cool in a way. I don't know. Uh, I would Sweeney. have
2: loved to just to see the, how many people. Backlash. I would have, like, if, if it was easy. like I don't think any either of us would have lost, but there's some people that would have just lost by esteem, by accident or something, and you're like, oh, my God. Now I have to wait, even, you know,
0: so... Well, I, I kind of wish that they made a mode where it was like... Because not the medium difficulty, which is too easy still, but maybe in between the very hard and medium. Like, by the way, very hard. Oh, you have professional players losing against Seth the Roth in the very hard mode. Have you seen oh. that, Swinny? Yeah, yeah. But um... So, I mean, like, it's not that easy. Like, uh, people, are you know, well, it, it, if there was a difficulty yeah, between the that. two, that would be cool. <laughs> and if it was just like a one-off, like, you can only do it once. Like I kind of would love that. That would Mike, be kind of sick, Mike, actually.
2: Mike, what 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 are we saying? I'm just curious to see your contributions to this topic. <laughs> what was I saying?
3: It was just interested randomly. Very hard, obviously. That's <laughs> why it's called very hard mode.
0: <laughs> oh god! Uh, and Swinny, given that this is going to be one of your mains in your rotational oh. mains. Do you want this, to just quickly touch on some of the mechanics that you like?
2: Yeah. So this, uh, I mentioned it last week, but it's almost like this character was made for me. Like I'm yeah. a pilot main. I love my swordies, my with counters. Um, you know, I yeah. love. Then basically all these moves are a mixture of like the characters I use. It's crazy. So the big thing is he has a comeback mechanic, um, similar to the Joker and Terry where he's, um, after he takes a certain amount of damage, uh, and that changes depending on how far you are ahead or behind in terms of stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gains a wing, and that makes him essentially faster, uh, stronger, and has super armor to his uh, smash attacks, which is huge, and also gives him a third, an extra jump. Um, but when you kill someone, you lose the wing. When you die, you lose the wing. So it's it's kind of, I think, the balance in an interesting way. And in terms of, I guess, his general moves, you know, he's a... He's he's tall, but he's lightweight, so he can actually be killed quite easily. Um, but his range, his range is incredible, as as you'd expect. Um, but the the trade off is he has a lot of slow recovery on the majority of his moves. He's got some quick moves that aren't the case, but they generally aren't the ones with range. Um, and in terms of special moves, you know, he's got he's got a charge projectile that um, is different based on how long you how long you charge, which is cool it's kind of very similar to heroes um kind of mix of heroes standard uh neutral b special i can't remember the name of it and also kfriz i think and as well as his uh, kaboom in a way um he's got a counter as i said he's got you know a bunch of cool other special moves um and his final smash is basically uh supernova which is all in- cool and it's great to see especially people that haven't played final fantasy 7 be like oh man he blows up a planet yeah like the- that's like a a, a one minute long sequence.
0: Spoiler, <laughs> I mean, up the of oh, spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, oh,
2: alert. Uh, You've uh, already been F- shown F- what it looks like. So I ha-
0: I have to say, you know, cause we- we're just like, what? Like above average players of smash. Yeah. And yeah, man, like- you started playing Seth. As soon as I started playing against the computer, I was like, oh man, this is going to be so annoying. Cause it's your style of play. Like all the, all the positives of this character and then that bloody up smash is just ridiculous. Like, it's it's a joke. It's so rangy. I, I do wonder if they're going to balance that. Like, that's one component. I'm like, it is, like, ridiculous how the range and the hitbox on that thing.
2: Well, that's not even his most unfair move. Like, I've been watching a lot more You don't more think shit. so? Oh, uh, no. Like, he's, he's, um, he can do up throw and up tilt. And it's a true oh, combo, okay. apparently, or at least at local oh, percent. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're probably going to change that then. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you're like, oh, man, this is brutal. And his actually his recovery is actually really good once you learn how to use it. Um, yeah, I
0: thought it was bad at the start, but then now I've seen people, and it's also an offensive recovery as well, exactly. which is always like kind of hard because it's then hard to edge guard. I like to jump off the edge and whack you, but then I, like I'll often die if I try to do that because it's such a good recovery. The, st- so, the yeah. stage
2: is really cool, very spoilery stage, and and Sakurai spoiled a bunch in in the the. A direct or presentation um, but yeah. it's a neutral stage for for tournament play which i think a lot of people it's great for a lot of people i don't care like I'm, i love my hazards but it's good to get mm. a stage that people will want to play in tournaments um yeah. they've added nine tracks which is great for final fantasy 7 across uh, advent children the main
0: game previously um, they
2: had two from cloud I had two and yeah. uh, they've included four new arrangements, including one of Cosmo Canyon, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs. I wish they had the Turks theme, but yeah, they, you can't include everything. And as uh, alongside Sephiroth, then they also announced the new me fighter costume, mm. so three new ones, which is Tifa, Barrett, and Aerith. Um, and then they brought back uh, the Chocobo hat and Gino from
0: Smash 4. Um, well, Gino's is so. the big one, so Gino is. now deconfirm Gino as one of the future fighters. I mean, like... I'm sorry, Gino
2: fans, he never deserved it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I... I, Yeah, I think... Because we've both played Super Mario RPG, but I've never been, like, the biggest Gino fan, but... And I've never really understood why so many people wanted Gino. But... I mean, the rating for me is... I I actually buy a lot of these Mii Fighter costumes because I think they're fun. And I did not buy the Gino one. Like, that to me is kind of pretty indicative. I, like I was going to buy Barrett, Barrett like, actually. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah Barrett dude, I was going to buy fitting. Barrett. <laughs> like, that that forward smash of
2: the meat Gunner, yeah. or that yeah, is, like, exactly. exactly what Barrett looks like in the yeah. game. Very yeah,
0: funny. I was going to get Barrett as well. That's so funny. There would have been a chance that we both had got it. So, yeah, no, like, a uh, very cool update. Like, Smash is still flying, and now it's just kind of sad that there's only, like, what is it, three left? Three fighters? Yeah, so, yeah, so this was the
2: third of the six. Um mm. But oh man, there have um, been some big hitters, so this. Oh, this massively, massively. I'm I'm super wrapped with Sephiroth. I can't wait to play more, and uh, yeah, I this is just like the perfect character for me. It's just. I have I to say,
0: it. Sephiroth and Steve are just so big that I would not be shocked if there isn't any other like characters that have that kind of third party massive kind of crossover appeal. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they're the only real big, big, big ones and we get some smaller ones. Three more Fire Emblem characters. (laughs) Well, I still think they're going to do Luigi for some reason, just to troll people. Maybe as a bonus. Waluigi, sorry. Yeah, maybe as a bonus. Like, you never know. So, and and let's, uh, you know, to keep Mike entertained, keep on uh, the Nintendo topic and Smash topic. So, uh, you know... There's been a lot of things happening in the Melee community. Uh, And and we're not, like, direct participants in the Melee community, but we, like, really enjoy Smash. You used to play Melee, like, thousand hours of Melee, so you're, like, super familiar with the game, obviously. Um, But, yeah, there have been a lot of issues around, you know, especially Nintendo taking what seems to be recently more aggressive action towards uh, Melee in particular. But then now it's kind of just expanding out to anything competitive to do with nintendo uh so the first one was they had their official splatoon 2 uh, north american open event a whole bunch of participants started to change their name to free melee which is the sort of hashtag
2: names yeah
0: yeah yeah to to support slippy and you know um, big house that got shut down by nintendo and then Nintendo was like, "Oh, due to tef- technical issues and operational issues, we're shutting e- down the event." Executional challenges. Execution challenges. That's right. <laughs> that's the language. So yeah, that's incredible that they shut that down. Um,
2: so, so let me just ask Mike. Uh-huh. I know you're a lover of corporate, corporate, uh, you know, terminology and and things like that. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, of the, what do you it's, think it's of the, the term executional challenges?
3: What do I think of the term or what do I think the yeah. term means?
2: <laughs>
0: Jeez, don't, Either one. No, i was just going to say do you think that's such a bullshit uh, term? So <laughs> yeah. It
3: is. Yeah, absolutely but, is.
0: But is it something that you or I would be surprised to hear, Mike? No, I'm
3: not surprised to hear it <laughs> exactly.
0: at all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've heard stuff like that at work.
3: Term that you would well, actually probably is if you're trying to sort of, you know, beat around the bush of what actually <laughs>
2: I like I like when I try to include Mike in this, and he's like he just like I just Sorry, I goes, nowhere. goes
0: nowhere, <laughs> so- Yeah, you could not even see his face. He's playing Switch on the video.
3: Sure, <laughs> I down- I bought it's and downloaded crazy. the Messenger to play while you guys talk about oh, Nintendo. Okay. Hey,
0: I got that for you for the, for uh, Big Kringle. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, and then oh. uh, further to uh, Nintendo attacking the Nintendo community that supports it. Uh, So there was a streamer that passed away. It was a really, really sad event, Uh, Etika, who um, they'd actually made Etika-inspired Joy-Con shells uh, so you could replace your Joy-Con shells and it had some of his catchphrases and things like that on it. Unfortunately, because some of those did breach the IP of Nintendo, Nintendo sent a cease and desist, so they had to bin all of those, and part of that was going to go to charity. Uh, and then the other thing, well, there's been a few things. Nintendo's also been really aggressive recently on shutting down channels that have Nintendo soundtracks. So some of these channels have been around for like six, seven years, and they've got like documented, just like they're not even monetized. They're just here's the soundtrack to this game on YouTube, and you know they've, they've shut them down and copyright striked all of those channels as much as they can have. And then just the last few days, uh, we've this heard is probably that,
2: the worst one of recent times.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one. So there's a big startup in the US called Play Versus. And basically what they're trying to do is create esports leagues for colleges and for high schools. Because college sport and high school sport, like high school football is massive in America. It's like a really, really big thing. And they want to have the infrastructure so that you can play like Rocket League or Counter-Strike or League of Legends, all that kind of stuff. Have a whole infrastructure where it's like a national thing that your high school can participate in. And there was an email exchange where basically someone had asked, hey, I want to use your system, but I want to have Smash, like a Smash competition in our high school. And they went back and said, due to the publisher not allowing us, we, we can't offer that. Smash so, Ultimate as well. Yeah, Smash Ultimate. So, and then when people have bottomed it out, it, it, it what turned out was that Nintendo had said that they are looking to explore something like that, so they don't want it to be allowed.
2: And what? that is a load of crap. Like, <laughs> geez, it's look, I understand there's there's angles you can take on all this stuff where it makes sense. And the DMCA, DMCA stuff for soundtracks, I completely understand. The Etsy store, the customer shells, there was a lot of like, it wasn't just the edicons, there was a lot of copyrights that he was infringing on, whatever. This, I just don't understand how there's an angle to this at all that makes sense for Nintendo.
0: Do you know what I think it is, Sweeney? This is my whole view on all of this stuff. And and number one, we should say that they are in their rights to do all of this stuff. And if they weren't, any of it could be challenged. And no one's challenging it because effectively they, you know, they can't challenge it. It's just the way it is. Now, that doesn't mean it's right, but... I think, unfortunately, you know, all the blow-up that happened earlier this year, just before we started the podcast, kind of maybe fortunately, um, there was a lot of really disturbing stuff coming out of the Nintendo tournament scenes. Hmm. And, and I should say esports tournament scenes in general. It wasn't just Nintendo, it was, you know, fighting game community, it was like lots of the different communities, and I really do think Nintendo because again like a lot of those things don't just go straight to head office or straight to the head honchos that quickly i think it's filtered through and they're like why do we want any association with sexual violence and all this other kind of crazy stuff that's happened in these communities we just don't want a bar of it like we don't want to have anything to do with it we don't want our brand associated with that and if that means it pushes everything underground into local scenes well that's for them, probably, that's good. That means it's well, not I getting much visibility. Yeah,
3: because they don't, they don't have control over what goes on beyond that point, right? So, yeah. someone's using their games and their medium, and a lot of people probably don't even realize they're not behind it. So, a lot of people probably instinctively think, oh, Nintendo's maybe sponsoring this, or it's a Nintendo th- event. I mean, most so events,
2: most events on the list have got Nintendo logos. Like, I think a lot of people aren't... Are, I'm not assuming Nintendo is
1: part of it. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's
0: not... I don't think that's how people think of it, though, Swinny. I think it's... You've got to think of Nintendo more like, I think, Disney. Where Disney... Uh, they don't even want the inference that yeah. a Disney-branded thing... You know, like... This is a weird left-field thing to say, but... You know, imagine if there was Disney-branded fairy costumes. Disney would yeah. just, like, go after that so quickly. Because everyone in their right mind would know Disney would have nothing to do with that. But they don't even want the perception that they've got association with stuff like that because they're so family-orientated with their core brand. And I think Nintendo is the same. I think Nintendo looks at it and goes, we want to be a family brand. We want, you know, a random soccer mom to go, oh, you know, like, you've you've had this, Swinny where people have asked you questions. Hey, Nintendo, that's a real family-friendly thing, right? Like, that's safe. Like, they don't want that to ever be at risk. And I think. I see
3: the Crap on the e no, yeah, But Mike, I know, deep.
0: I know, I know. But I, I, I think that they care about that, and honestly, they just don't care about the competitive scene, which it, it, it is I sad.
2: Don't, I don't hey, think just... the oh, uh, like I don't know if the association thing is 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 it for this because I just like I it's it's I think it, it's one possibility, but it just seems to me like to say that oh, there's possibility that. There's, you know, stuff happening that we can't control. Well, you know, like, that's ridiculous. That is,
3: that is it's not a possibility,
0: Swinny. Very, it happens. Oh, very,
3: very carefully.
0: And it- but, it, but, but it happens, Swinny. I mean, like, in June, there's news articles and major publications that, you know, regular folk were reading saying Super Smash Brothers competitive player did this to that and they've been charged with... I'm not even going to say it on the podcast, right? They've been charged with really heinous stuff. Like, that... That cuts through, man. And people just look at it and go, Nintendo, and then that. Like, they're the... Yeah, most people are
3: in the know. uh, Mm. know, We are in the know, obviously. I find it
0: ridiculous you're
2: kind of
3: defending them on
2: this. Why? Because this is ridiculous. Why? Like, there's no... There's no need to, like, to shut down something, like, for the possibility of something that might happen. Like, that that is ridiculous. That is getting, like, this is... There's no defending this, this particular one. I reckon it's
0: ridiculous. Uh, look, I think... I don't know why you're saying the possibility. It's, it's happened. It's no, eventuated. No, like, but it hasn't happened at any events because these events never happened. No, but it it happened at events that... Uh, that that they had not nothing
2: to do with this startup or these college... Potential.
0: Sure, but like, it, but it's the same thing. It's like they've had these events, they've had these situations happen at these events. They don't want those events to happen again. I, I really think it's as straightforward as that. And now, just to say defending them, I'm... Look, I... The way they operate their business, it makes perfect sense to me why they're doing this. Now, do I like that they're doing this? Absolutely not. Because I would love if they had a really good competitive scene. And like I've said this this to you, Swinny, like I actually would love if they released like a HD version of Melee on the Switch. Like that would be sick. Like that would be so cool if they did stuff like that. They're just not interested in that stuff. And uh, like I said, I'm not defending them. I'm just saying... The way that they think about things and what they care about, and you got to remember, they're a 130 year old company. They don't, they don't want to risk the, their company on something that's not even their core business. Competitive yeah, play, but they that's run not their, their own core ultimate, ultimate events. Sure, but they have them really sanctioned, and they you can't see the competitors, and you can't hear them. Yeah, and, I know. You know what I mean? Like
2: to say that they, they, they don't want have anything to do with that. Like they run their own things.
3: They want. I think. I think ultimately it comes down to they're very risk adverse. Yeah, if they want. They, oh, they're so very, very, very careful with their brand image, and they're extremely risk averse, and they don't want anything to be out of their control. And I think this just—they lose too much control over something like this, and then it'll be too hard to rein it and back into something.
0: And it was lost, like it, it eventuated. Yeah, and for them, I just don't think there's any you know, return on equity to do this kind of stuff. Like, it just doesn't make sense for them. And and like I said, I'm not necessarily saying that they're doing the right thing. Like, I, I'm really annoyed at some of the things that they've done because it feels very much like on the borderline of things that they are able to do legally. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's not clear enough that it would ever be worth challenging. And, and maybe, Sweeney, like, do you want to jump into the last segment just around the Smash doco? Yeah, of course. So... Uh you know, like one thing and honestly this really did get me into Smash in general and then like the idea of Melee and kind of eventually, you know, into playing Ultimate. Uh, the original Smash documentary, Smash Brothers, the the same creator, Samox, has then gone on to create and it's been creating it for like the last five plus years, uh, Metagame. So Metagame really kind of takes a little bit like it goes almost into the territory of when the Smash Brothers documentary was set, but then followed what they call the Five Gods of Melee, Mewtwo King, Mango, Amada, PPMD, and Hungrybox. And the reason why they were called the Five Gods, for a huge period of time, Essentially, they weren't losing against anyone else. The only people they would lose against is each other, the five of them. And it, it, look, it's probably not as clear-cut as that. You know, Mewtwo King did lose against a lot of other people, but, you know, it, it, I think everyone would say it's pretty fair to call them the five gods of melee, and maybe you need to add Lefen in at some point, and, you know, the scene has con- continued to evolve. So, anyway, with Metagame, uh, the new eight-part documentary, I've been looking forward to this for a very long time because I love... The Smash Brothers documentary. So, just released this week. So, I have watched the whole thing. So, we need just to check in because I don't know the answer. How much of it have you watched? I finished it. Whoa, really? Because when we spoke the other day, you'd only watched three episodes. That's.
2: I I, I want to. It's like. There's like. They're like.
0: Episodes are like close to an hour each so it's like 8 Ooh. hours of, of this That's a lot dude <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah I'll send it, I'll send it through to you Mike uh there's a there's a link to to buy it or to rent it Um so okay wh- where do you want to start with because I got my views but uh, yeah So I'll just start with
2: um first of all the amount of work research like this was mm. this was this takes place over 5 years and then you can imagine the production on top of that, uh, the post and you know, obviously, captioned footage because you know there's a, there's also footage that they you know reuse from the Smash Brothers documentary as you'd expect, uh, but they don't yeah. go into really the you know the early history of Smash that much. But the amount of production um, research and everything that went into this is so commendable. Um, so yeah, any criticisms I have, I don't want to get in the way of the fact
0: that they the amount of work that went into this is is just amazing. Um, it's- and the production quality is like through the roof compared to the Smash Brothers documentary, which was very. Oh, the theme song, you know, shoestring is such a banger. Budget.
2: Oh my God, that theme song. Like every
0: time it played, it's like, man, this is one of the coolest theme songs I've ever
2: yeah. heard. It's great.
0: Yeah, the production's through the roof. And they kickstarted it from memory. I think it was a Kickstarter like many, many, many years ago. Um, but like the budget that they had wasn't that massive. And I think they're still trying to work out, surprisingly to me, still trying to work out. Uh, where to publish this So it premiered on Twitch So it was basically like three episodes Or was it three or four? I can't remember it was... So it was
2: three episodes, three episodes and two
0: episodes Oh yep, there you go So yeah, three, three, two over the course of uh, three days And then they've published it on Vimeo I think, Vimeo um, uh, To rent or to buy But they are looking... You know, to maybe get it on Amazon Prime or Netflix or something. They're also re
2: editing some of the later episodes based on feedback. So I think that's probably also delayed possible plans of distribution because I think Mm. that they want to, I think some people felt. Things were misrepresented a little. And it definitely, we'll get into that uh, in a second. It definitely has yeah. a narrative, just like a lot of documentaries. There's villains, there's, there's you know, <laughs> good guys and stuff. But um, I, so yeah. I think they're, they're making some slight changes. I don't know what they are, but um, then I think they'll probably, that's the version they'll end up distributing.
0: And, and I, I think you can't look at this in a vacuum. You have to look at this as compared to the Smash Brothers documentary which was like a nine part documentary. It's on YouTube. Just search for smash brothers documentary. Highly recommend everyone watch the smash brothers documentary with that. Like very much like it, it it takes you through like smash brothers. What is smash brothers? How do people play it? And then why is melee such an interesting experiment and like, almost like a lightning in the bottle of a video game and a competitive game. And I think the Smash Brothers documentary does that so well. Like you watch it, like I knew nothing about Smash before that documentary, and then afterwards you think you're a you know you know everything. L counseling, all this kind of stuff, wave dashing, you know nothing, but you it feel brought, like you it brought
2: are... a huge amount of people to the scene. It was you know coincided with uh, the timing of of it blowing up
0: at Evo 2013 as yeah. well. Um, so it was it was it was huge for that. Yeah, it it was so influential, and, you know, I think a lot of people will say, outside of the game getting created, that that documentary, uh, and then maybe even, like, Slippy, are, like, probably the two biggest things to happen to Melee, to just keep it going. So, like, you have competitive players like Zane and Axe and things like that, they're called doco kids, because, effectively, they watched this documentary, the Smash Brothers, the one that came out, like, what was it about, like, seven years ago, right? Well, it came um, out
2: 2013.
0: Yeah, seven years ago. Um, they watched this and then got into the game because of watching this documentary. They're like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, this is, looks like a crazy game. I'm going to get into this. So yeah, it's had such an impact. Now, for me, watching metagame, I, I found myself just c- constantly asking myself, who is this documentary for? That's
2: exactly the thought I had.
0: <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, watching it, I'm thinking are they assuming I've watched the Smash Brothers documentary? Are they assuming I like Smash or not? Because the way it's kind of composed, you kind of need to know about the documentary to really understand the real richness of the story for me. But then at the same time, they cover things ad nauseum, especially early on for me personally, that I'm just like, why are they even covering this? Like they haven't made it. They've kind of put a foot in both camps and it just doesn't work as an overall... Documentary for me, unfortunately, just because I feel like they haven't committed to one thing or the other. Like going really just hard on, you know, these are for Smash people. You have to understand what's going on here to really get into it, or you know, effectively forgetting about the Smash Brothers documentary and then really going through like how does the game work, why is it interesting, and then the stories of the five gods. I mean, like that's my overall challenge that I had with this whole doco.
2: Like even putting the the, the first the the first doc aside i was just thinking of it from it, what who's the audience for this is the audience yeah. for people that don't know anything about smash brothers in general or melee or yeah. is the audience for people that are familiar with it and also um you know know some of the big names they might not know all about it just like me so i was kind of in that camp but i think that yeah. if it was the first audience then it, it failed on that but if you know every generally all kinds of art or media have an audience that you're targeting so if it was the you know people that are already familiar with smash and melee then i think that it actually it did succeed um in that so like the documentary i i have watched that documentary but i've there's a lot i've completely forgotten about that you know like i watched it i loved it back in the day but it's also been like i probably watched that in 2014 you know yeah yeah so it's been so long that i don't remember exactly who who ken and pc chris are that much or they're you know how influential they were in the early days and how that led to the rise of these these top players and stuff um but well, i that, think that, that for, that's, why, that's why i find smash it so
0: up. weird this documentary right like because uh, it just it really doesn't work if you are not familiar with smash like i wouldn't so with you mike i wouldn't recommend mm-hmm. watching metagame no
3: like i, I, I should watch which is the actual Smash Family documentary,
0: yeah, the Smash I Brothers to... documentary. I, like, I, I've said to my wife, you should watch it. Like, she's watched parts of it because it's it's entertaining. It's it's very grassroots and very, you you feel like you're you're seeing something you shouldn't see, not in a weird way, just in a way of like, oh, you know, this is like a weird little scene of people that are really into something so passionate, and you know, they're just carrying this torch, and it's a very underdog story. Whereas this is just like, so I I kind of disagree with you a little bit, Swinney, because I feel that. It was actually really grating on me, like at the start of the documentary. Oh, I
2: haven't got into that those criticisms yet.
0: Oh, okay. okay. I was just saying, yeah.
2: as from an audience standpoint, I think. Yeah. So see- it sounds like we agree that like, to those people, that's all. Yeah,
0: it's it's failed. Like I, I wouldn't recommend anyone who hasn't watched the Smash Do- Brothers documentary to watch this first. They should watch the Smash Brothers documentary, and to be honest, maybe just watch the Smash Brothers documentary, and then maybe the last episode or the last two episodes of this documentary
2: so just in general uh because you know there's this i'm not gonna spend too long talking about the internet after this just in general i i watched the first two episodes and just i felt they were all over the place like they they assumed that you knew a lot of the big story beats that they were because they were moving between they had this sequence where there was two simultaneous timelines about four or five years apart they're like, mm. okay, here's this stuff happening, but then there's this stuff happening. I'm moving back and forth between it. And I kept losing. I'm like, wait, what am I try- trying to get from this? And it <laughs> That's was... so bad because you know, you know about it as yeah, well, right? But I don't. That's I, bad. But the difference is I don't know about the big, like a lot of the people that are in, into that stuff know what happened at those two different events. So it would have been clear to them. For someone that is very much on, still on the outskirts of that stuff. Um, but what I found is when they slowed it down, when they started to then focus on PPMD and his you know struggles yeah. with with uh, mental health, and then they started to spend each you know good amount of each episode focusing on each of the players. That's when I'm like, actually, I really like this now. So after yeah. those first few episodes, I felt that it. A lot of people like, oh, it slows down, gets boring. That to me, that's when it started getting good. They were telling the stories that I wanted to see about these people. And then they brought it up, and then they concluded in a really, really good way. Um, So I thought that, yeah, if anything, those first couple of episodes kind of graded on me a little bit. But they were well produced. It's just I think they were a little too everywhere, a little unstructured.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like I think the middle part, like the second act of the documentary, kind of graded on me as well, just because... You know, I want to see more about Mutu King, Hungry Box and they weren't as viable at the time. Yeah, I would guess, say that they were
2: kind of the it was very much PPMD Armada and later Leffen. And, and, and Mango. And Mango, really? yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and it just felt bizarre to me that Leffen, who is completely cast as a villain, and I mean he's it's, it's his own doing the way he, he acts. <laughs> so this there's, there's this guy in the scene, Mike, called Leffen, he's a Swedish guy. And he's like basically the troll of the smash community and he loves it and he's fine with it. And look, I actually follow a lot of his content. I sometimes he's the kind of person on, on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. I'll watch for a bit and then I just get really annoyed with, and then I'll go off him and then I'll get back to him a month or two later. Cause he, he does have, he's, he's like Swinney. He's a bit of a contrarian. Like he'll say stuff where he's just like, <laughs> Are you trying to be a troll? I'm nothing like (laughs) this. No, but what I was saying, you two are both similar. I don't think a lot of the things he says is manufactured. I think you have contrarian views that are actually your views. You're not trying to be contrarian. That's why I always joke saying you're contrarian. where You're just saying something that's like not the normal, you know, average or mainstream opinion on something. So, you know, he, he, you know, like there's funny stuff where there's a guy called Chillin' Dude, right? And he's, he He's played the game forever. He's one of the original. He's like the elder type of thing. But he's like... He's he's really good at the game. He'll smash anyone in Australia, basically. But in that grand scheme of things, he's like a level below everyone, right? At the top tier. But everyone gives him a lot of respect because he's been around forever. And Leffen's just like, I don't care about that. He's like, you're just trash. You're rubbish. <laughs> and he's just ripping him, like, on Twitter. Just absolutely eviscerating him. Like, it's just... Showing no, zero negative respect. He's <laughs> literally like, I don't respect you. Like, why would I show you respect? So, I, I mean, I don't want to go too long, Sweeney. So maybe just to wrap up the last component of the documentary. For me, like, the the last episode, and maybe, like, this the penultimate episode, like, I was actually laughing a lot during that. And I remember a lot of it, but it was very funny. It was what great. they did. The last episode yeah. was, it's...
2: And I, you needed the context, but at the same time... It was so. It was it was so good because they just they obviously manufactured the the story a little and structured a way that would lead up to that. But at the same
0: time, like, yeah. man, this just worked out in a way that just was perfect for this. So, so, to quickly summarize it, Mike, basically, there's something in the fighting game community called the salty suite. Basically, when you have these big tournaments, you know, people are flying around the country in America, so they've got hotels, and they'll go back to the hotel and they'll settle disputes outside of the tournament. Grudge matches. Like, match. oh, you're... What was that, Swinny? Grudge
2: matches and stuff.
0: Yeah, grudge oh, matches. Like, it's you're trash. Not...
3: Right. They play the game.
0: Yeah, they play the game, of course. Like, they're all weaklings, right? Uh, <laughs> they're not all weaklings. They're not all weaklings. Um, but, you know, it's like... So they'll right they'll settle... I know. <laughs> I'll have a grudge match with them. Um, you know, they have these grudge matches. Anyway, you know the guy that was telling you about Leffen, how he was attacking yeah, the other course. guy, yeah. Chillin' Dude? Yeah. There's this awesome thing that happened back in 2015 where Chillin' Dude, you know, he's trying to get notoriety as well. He made a diss, diss track, like a rap diss track about Leffen, saying Leffen's trash and all this stuff. So Leffen's like, all right, like we'll, we'll fight against each other. So they agreed to uh, uh, f- a best, no, sorry, first to five, first to five wins. Uh, and it was at like the, at the time, the biggest smash event that had ever been. There was like a thousand people in the room and then there's, this grudge match against these two people and just, like, left and absolutely embarrassed him. It was 5-0. It was just destroyed him. And there was money on the line. There was, like... Because they both played the same character, Fox. It was basically, like, whoever lost couldn't use the default colours that most people used. <laughs> and just, like, you know, Pride and all this other kind of stuff. It That was the best moment of the documentary. That was, like, good enough that I will just show anyone. Because it's just really funny. Like, I was laughing my my ass off on that part of it, but... Yeah, overall, I don't know, Sweeney Man, like I'm pretty disappointed by the doco, I must admit.
2: Oh look, I I I liked it, um, but yeah, it's it's something that I think if you're already into that stuff, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good watch. If you're not, then yeah, like you watch Smash Brothers documentary or just you
0: know <laughs> or just
2: move on with your life.
0: Yeah, pretty much the only thing I learned was a lot more about PPMD. Like, outside of that, I felt like it didn't really gain much from watching it, so...
3: Is PPMD right. one of people?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's his handle. He used to be called Dr. Peepy. <laughs> okay. And then I think that was a bit too on the nose, so it went to PPMD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let, let, let's jump into the next segment.
2: Cool. So, just, uh, this, this is not going to be a long one, just I wanted to close off a story about one of our favorite topics. Mm, <laughs> the Your favorite topic. Xbox Hall of Fame competition that they ran uh, a few months ago. you are you're officially a Hall of Famer, so No I am not. I I did join hey, I hey, wasn't a random winner, so I'm uh, not in the Hall of Fame. Um so <laughs> we had a to I guess to catch anyone up, they basically had a competition where people could compete uh, across a whole bunch of different categories, but um, when they went to announce the winners, um, they, were, they screwed it up. Xbox screwed it up massively. There was terms and conditions were wrong. Yeah. Um, they A lot of the calculations were wrong. And now it got to the point where we're like, okay, well, where does it go? And they've now somewhat redeemed themselves. So the, what they did is they did an update and they contacted a bunch of people. So on their the official Hall of Winners page on Xbox.com, I just want to quickly read some of this. They've got their statement that pops up first. It basically says, following the announcement of the Xbox Hall of Fame's results, we received feedback from gamers regarding scores reported for players in uh, certain categories. So they say, after thorough investigation, we identified an issue with our data source which impacted scoring. We should we appreciate the community bringing it to our attention. They've rerun the results using correct and validated data source against the criteria set out in the Xbox hall of fame terms
1: right Uh, that's all they
2: say about the terms against the criteria and they've contacted anyone and they've basically said that look they've updated leaderboards um and no more change will be made it's the final update so what they've done is on the results page they've now moved anyone that was incorrectly chosen as a winner who still gets to keep their prize uh and technically i guess so they're placing the hall of fame into a prize winner column And anyone that's actually the true winner is now is in the leader column. But to complicate things a little bit, there's people that I think they were like honorary winners that were just major parts of community. People like Stallion83 that um, was like the top game score for years and years and years that were also listed as prize winners. So I think they've kind of put them all in. But the so it's good that they've done this. Obviously, it's great that they've gone back and 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 fixed up a lot of it. Apparently, some of the calculations are still incorrect by what people are saying, but it's it's much more accurate than it was. But it's definitely you can tell that it, to me. I just get this impression of the Xbox legal team being like, "All right, marketing or whatever, you know, we're we're handling this now because this thing's like the most <laughs> legally written statement." Ever. <laughs> <laughs> um they don't mention anything about their terms being incorrect um by stating the like a completely different set of terms for one country over another is but and
0: that's to wait 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 wait, are you saying that they still got it wrong
2: no i'm saying they haven't admitted to yeah, exactly. What oh,
0: the were I thought you were saying the community was saying some some categories they're still getting the wrong winner. No, so oh, there I'm are not. some people saying
2: that it's not reflecting the numbers that they see. But really, the problem with that. <laughs> oh the my the god! The problem with that though is that you don't know exactly. Like, there's ways that I'm not going to get into it because there's a lot, sometimes yeah, it's just one sure. person doing their own things of yeah, like, sure, my say sure, I sure. should have 50,000 more and blah 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 but okay, in general good. from what i've seen the people that were meant to be the rightful winners have now been selectors as rightful winners oh. um so the, thankfully we can now put <laughs> we can now put, close the book on this bloody hall of fame <laughs>
0: very you good know, good coverage Swinny. good coverage on yeah.
2: this yeah
3: um there is a related thing that i saw on reddit the other day about uh, vaccine allocations at this particular hospital. <laughs> now, listen, this, no, 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 there is. There is. this it's topical. I'll tell you why it's topical.
0: Oh, I wish so, I could see your face, Winnie. I wish I could see your face.
3: A lot of the frontline staff because they allocated the vaccines to the admin people that were working from home. <laughs> and the reason they gave is because the algorithms were incorrect and the algorithms caused them to do the allocation <laughs> correctly. It's like, excuse me, the, you needed an algorithm to tell you that, <laughs> that people that are at home and are super low risk shouldn't be getting it first, but it's the frontline stuff that should. So, this this whole notion of blaming the the data source and blaming the algorithm as if there's no people, you know, doing any of the work is just, it's, it's bullshit. It's passing the buck to not take blame for it and actually be open about it and say, look, you know what? We, we stuffed up. Sorry. Yeah. We're trying to figure yeah. it out.
0: No, that's fair enough. Well, technology
3: on well, stuff like that, it's just lame. So, that was the link. Enough. Yeah, I know, sometimes that's, it's weird. I talk about
0: right there. there is a link in my brain, at least. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go into my favorite segment of the week. Yes. So, the bargain bin for the week commencing 20th of December. Uh, so, this week, as we always do, start with Epic Game Store. And this week is a massive week for Epic Game Store and the sort of deals that they're offering. So right now uh, in Australia, they have a free $15 coupon. So as long as you download or do something on the store, they'll give you that $15 coupon. And you can apply that to games that are $23 or more. Uh, so you, there's a whole host of games and they are uh, very usefully, cause they didn't have it like this last year, this year, they actually have a filter on all the games. So you can see all the games on the Epic store and they have a filter, which says $22.99 or more. So you can just click that and then see all the games this, this would apply to. And the cool thing about it is you get a voucher every time you basically transact on the store. So, you, you can just keep applying this $15 coupon to as many games as you want to buy. And there are some decent bargains because they already have sales on the Epic Game Store. Uh, the other thing we should just call out Sorry, is... You,
3: should... fact, you can reuse the coupon multiple times? or
0: Well, it's like you, you use the coupon and then they'll give you another coupon when you buy a game. Okay, so it's like cool. unlimited coupons, for effectively. And again, you know, you ha- the game has to be $23 or more. And there's not many games that are twenty three. There's a bunch of games that are like thirty, so you're basically at half price. So very good deals on the Epic yeah. Store at the moment.
3: Gift things on the Epic Store?
0: What was that? Just asking. Gift things
3: on the Epic Store? Just asking for a friend uh, who <laughs> may get a lot of gift. In, yeah.
0: I should I should check maybe. that actually. Uh, <laughs> my recollection is no, but maybe I'll just uh, go through okay. the games first. So. Uh, they're offering 15 free games. The list has finally been leaked. Oh, okay. of someone who published the list like days ago, and so far they've got the three games correct that they've offered. So it seems almost like, yeah, it, it's it's going to be the list. So oh. I, I don't want to spoil it. You can go check that out if you want. There are some really good games coming out, but it's probably not go. as good. Yeah, I want to know. Just spoil it. Please, spoil <laughs> uh, it. Oh, okay. I've I got to find it then. Um, yeah, this is
3: one of those, you know, advent calendars where you're looking forward to the chocolate each day because it's a different kind of chocolate. It's like, well, I I like it like,
0: I I, you know, I'm I'm very extreme on spoilers. I hate any spoilers. Like, spoilers I'm, I'm... For free games.
3: Spoiler, ah, you'll die. Like, I
0: like it. It's exciting. It's, it's like, uh look at this. Oh, there, okay, you know? we'll spoiler for oh, anyone I'm that
2: really wants to really be surprised it. each day, and then have to check each day to see if it's worth it.
0: Yeah, I'm just it quickly try any. to find it. What well, if it's a press uh, a button?
2: never
3: played.
0: Okay, anyway. okay, so here's the list, here's the list. So, skip about 30 seconds if you don't want to hear what the games are going to be. Leave
3: uh, so... pause, Okay. Huh? Have you skipped? What? No, you can't just say skip 30 seconds and go straight into it, and then people are like, whoa, 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 should I get to unlock my phone? Oh, okay,
1: okay,
0: <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Driving, well, you know, what am I supposed now, to do? I got to, I now, now, the <laughs> down, now the problem pause. is they might have skipped 30 seconds and they've jumped into the list. to say it. So, I, w- I say skip about a minute now. <laughs> skip this whole segment. Uh, so this is a list, and I'll give it a bit of a pause, and I'll have a bit of filler, like Mike said, just to give people the chance to skip ahead. Anyway, so the what games have already been out, and this is coinciding with the actual list as well. So Cities Skylines, Oddworld New and Tasty, that's cool. Uh, the Long Dark, and then these are the games that are going to start coming out that we haven't seen. Defense Grid 1, Alien Isolation, Metro 2033, Tropico 5, Inside, Darkest Dungeon, My Time in Portia, Night in the Woods, Stranded Deep, Ah. Solitarica, Solitarica, Torchlight 2, 2, and then Jurassic World Evolution. So that's the list.
2: So Solitarica, the game I've been playing a lot, and uh, My Time in
0: Portia, a game that you didn't
2: even know about before the podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: So, no,
2: like a lot of decent
0: games. It's definitely not as good as last year. Last year had like Celeste and stuff like that. It was crazy last year. Not um, everyone likes Celeste, though. <laughs> I know, you two don't. Um hey, wait, wait, so, so even like-,
1: like
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, I got it wrong. I'll take that back. Uh, <laughs> in, like terms of, <laughs> in terms of the Switch, uh, and, and just quickly on Epic Game Store, you, you have to log in each day because it's only available for 24 hours. So, maybe just. Fix a time during the day. It's like 3 a.m. in Australian time that it switches over. Uh, on the Switch, there's a whole bunch of sales as as with all the stores. Uh, so, just some of the highlights. Do you want to call these out, Swinny?
2: Yeah. So, uh, Mike, especially Deponia series. Uh, each game is three dollars each. That's a great adventure point click series. Had Final Fantasy 12 the Zodiac Age is fifty percent off. Uh, still forty bucks, but man, that game is worth it. So that's uh, until thirty first of December. Rock of melee 2 is 70% off, so $9 Australian until 31st of December. Mike picked that up, as he said. And what remains of Eda Finch, I recently finished that. Seventy percent off, nine dollars Australian until the sixth of June. Nice, cool. I mean I had runs just, on. what was that, Mike? I wonder it runs on Switch. What Remains of Eda Finch?
1: Yeah. Is it good in Switch?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's not it's not a super super intensive game or anything. I'm, yeah, anyway, so just like uh Nintendo Switch, PlayStation has a massive end of year sale. Um, so there's a bunch of games. Microsoft, uh Xbox also has a massive countdown sale as well.
0: Just a couple. And just of- on PlayStation, I haven't. uh Were you going to go into any PlayStation games? No, okay, I was just okay. going to call yeah, out I'm a sure. couple. Yeah, so like Persona 5 Royale is on sale. uh It's like the cheapest it's been, it's about $30. Like, that's a game that I've been really keen to get into. Uh, and then just a weird one, just for Australia, it's very specific, uh, Death Stranding is still $16 at Harvey Norman, which is a oh. like really, really good price for that game. So I'd, I'd jump on that as well. But and then, a, uh, to th- Xbox.
2: Yeah, physical, yeah, okay. So Xbox, a yeah, couple of other notes, um, so e- they delayed the addition of EA Play into Xbox, uh, sorry, Game Pass for PC. So originally it was kind of scheduled for the end of the year on December and the delayed until early 2021. So that I, does suck because I'm just
0: so annoyed about that. There's actually a lot of
2: games. Like when I'm looking through the Game Pass list I'm like, oh man, these are all from EA play. There's actually a lot yeah. in there.
0: So, dude, I I'm I'm waiting to play Jedi Fallen Order and I was like looking forward to I was gonna just jump into it because I know yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah dude, you love it. I was looking oh, yeah. forward to it like mid December as they initially said it was gonna come out. Now they're like not even sure. I sort of um, just said early 2021. Just
2: a couple of other things. So also another game leaving Game Pass on the 30th of December is Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. Oh.
1: Oh. Um
2: And a big call at uh, PSP. Huge PSA that actually got announced uh, throughout the last night um, is they've announced uh, 343 Industries have announced all 360 Halo games, uh, all the matchmaking for them. So, not just the first of the shooters, but Halo Wars, uh, Spartan uh, Warrior, oh, whatever wow. it is. Uh, all the matchmaking and file sharing services for them are shutting down the end of next year. So, they're giving a lot of people a lot of time. You can obviously still play these on the uh, Master Chief Collection. All these games are there with matchmaking, so those aren't ceasing. It's just 360 versions. Oh gee, but it's been a good run. Like Halo Three's been. Oh, it's been a long time since that came out, so that's basically the oldest game that was, you know, that they're shutting down the service for. So you can, from what I can see, you can still play custom matches. And you can still play, obviously, any local uh, and and think online co-op as well.
0: But it's the specific matchmaking
2: and file sharing.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm really bummed out about the Game Pass for PC EA stuff. That's really annoying to me, but yeah. oh well. All Xbox right, well, let, let's get into your review, Sunny.
2: Yeah, so I'm not... Look, this isn't going to be a super long review. I What I wanted to do is um, try something a bit different for once and just play a game that's bit of a my wheelhouse um so it's a game that came out on xbox and uh, pc recently called call of the sea so it's uh it's essentially it's a first person adventure game uh it's from a a spanish developer called uh out of the blue uh, so it came out in the 8th of december so it's on it's a pc xbox one and series x and series s and I knew nothing about this game other than the name and, you know, the the artwork. I'm like, what is this game? I'm going to check this out. And honestly, I was really glad I did. So this isn't a very long game. Uh, for anyone that... Um, and it's on Game Pass, I should clarify. Um, so mm. anyone that just wants, uh, you know, about a three or four hour, um, you
3: know... This is
0: the
2: Xbox shill. <laughs> yeah. And I'm the PlayStation
1: shill. No, <laughs> it's called...
0: I'm this game show. because you don't have to pay
2: for it if you have Game Pass. Um, so... I actually, I think it's this is why the service is really good too. This isn't a game would have gone out of my way to purchase otherwise, you know, to play otherwise, I should say. And I had a really great time. It's, what I'd say is, as I said, it's not a long game, but it's got a really cool narrative hook to it. So you are basically, you're um, a woman named Nora Everhart and your family has a history of this mysterious disease that um, manifests itself as kind of like these black spots That start appearing from your hands and start growing up your arms and you don't know anything about it and your husband has essentially followed um a trail and it's set in the 1930s um Mm. he has gone off uh, to explore and trying to essentially find a cure to this mysterious disease and you are you play as Nora evaha and you essentially are following the trail of your husband to this mysterious island uh that's near tahiti and the game Mm. is very it's it's not a horror game in any way, but there's this sense of dread and mystery that is really, really cool. And it's very Lovecraftian. And as soon as I started to get that sense, I'm like, I had no idea. And I love I love me anything that's like Lovecraftian kind of, you know, uh, inspired other than the racism, of course. So, <laughs> and basically... <laughs> you know, Important caveat. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um and so it's it, this game is reminds me very much of like Mist and Firewatch, um, where mm. there's these big set piece puzzles. It isn't a point and click adventure. You're not going up and picking up like items, and saying, "I want to use this item on that item." Very much, you know. It's not that kind of thing. It's more like, okay, here's a puzzle. I need to figure out, and I need to look for the environmental clues. I need to read logbooks on how to solve them. And these puzzles are actually pretty tough. Like really, really hard, and there's not there's not that many of them. They're like they went for the, like the size of the puzzle and the quality of the puzzle as opposed to lots of little ones. Mm. Um, and so it, it almost gave me some witness vibes as well because you're while it's not as weird as as uh, the witness, it still has that thing of I need to just figure out what to do here. Um, and some of them are really tough. Like uh, there's one puzzle that I had to end up looking up. I just could not figure it out because I was really interested in the story. I wanted to see where it's going, and I think the story is really, really cool. Um, so, just I think that the fact that it's a it's a pretty short experience, I really recommend giving it a shot if you if you love um, your puzzle games and like anything that's Lovecraftian, uh, you know, has that vibe to it. Uh, definitely recommend it. Um, it looks pretty good. I think that. This game doesn't. It, I think this game could probably run on mobile. Um, I think it'd actually be a really cool mobile game or like a tablet game. As oh, well. okay. So, okay. yeah, I, I think it's great. Um, yeah, I really recommend it. As I said, it's on Game Pass um, and is pretty short. So,
1: yeah. I actually downloaded
2: yeah. it for that. Yeah, I reckon give it, give it a shot. Um, I I think you'd probably like it more.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: No, no, sweet. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> nice, nice little hairdo there, Mike. So let's let's get into uh, the big kringle. So the idea yes. for this, and I'm excited. to I'm actually really interested to see how this goes. Oh, I could um, be even faster. I'm a little faster. Literally now, after what you just said. <laughs> so, so just a reminder again. So what we're doing here is we've all bought each other a gift for Christmas, uh, some physical, some digital. And the idea being generally, it's kind of games that wouldn't be games that you've played or would play for various reasons. Whether, you know, I don't know how well we've all executed the executional <laughs> uh, ability against that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how, how do we want to start this? Uh, do, I just want to say this, this is tr- so tough in this day and age
2: with being, spread, really tough, being yeah. spread across. No, sp- you let me finish. Oh, Being spread across different platforms and not always having ways to actually to tell everyone what games you already have, it's actually really tricky. Because you were you were awesome into you got you you crazy. You add everything to your like how long to beat list. So you, yeah, so I've you got, got everything. But the problem is, I have so many unplayed um, digital Xbox One games that I, there's no way for me to unless I've unlocked an achievement in it and it appears in my. List on on true achievements. I do add stuff into my collection there, but not everything's in there. Um, there's just so many of them, so it's just tough like to execute this without you know choosing something that you guys <laughs> already have. And then the Switch, like there's nothing that you can do on the Switch with that other than check someone's profile to see if they've recently played it, but it doesn't show every game.
0: Yeah, um, I, I damn, I, I should do myself in. I should check to see if you've got the one that I I intend to get you because. So, we should say, like, we also live in different cities. You guys live in the same city, but I live in a different city. So, I sent something to Mike. And for you, Swinny, okay. I've, I want to get something on the Switch, but I probably should just double check to see if you've got it on the Switch. How if you do, you- I'm in trouble. Well, I'm, well, I'm going to give it to you on Steam.
2: Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm steaming so, this. Okay,
0: I'm going to give it to you on Steam. So maybe because it's a vi- visual media, do you want to start with uh, my gift to Mike because he's got it in front of him?
3: So I have opened the packaging because I don't want to make too much noise on the microphone unless you yeah. guys want that. The list Package no, 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 no,
1: packages
2: unwrapped.
0: Come on. <sighs> ASMR. All right. Do you want to open yeah. it, Mike, and say what it is? Yeah.
3: I, I, I'm taking it out. It is.
0: Oh, holy shit! I totally would
3: play <laughs> this, and it's VR as well. And I'm getting. Oh, thank you Wait, so much. What is this? What is, is, this? is
0: what Sorry. is it? I can see what it is. I know, oh, I know what it is. Like, what is it? Oh my god, what is it?
3: Okay, it's Star Wars Squadrons on PS4. <laughs>
0: <It's quadrons>. Squadrons. Squadrons.
3: <laughs> Shut up! My third language. And it's it's actually. Thing that i really want to play especially because it's 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 for playstation vr compatible as well so this is quite exciting i'm waiting i ordered the the ps 5 adapter. adapter thingamabob yeah I and mean,
2: you yeah. can't make that cool. that reaction though he's excited about that no i'm yeah, actually was... really excited about this yeah
0: <laughs> I, I pull on it <laughs> You got to see the video later when he was <laughs> he's actually genuinely know. excited about it. I thought you—I thought you didn't have any childhood glee, you know. <laughs> I don't, the, to,
1: my, to be honest,
3: I'm kind of not. I, I think I'm much like the Mario thing. I'm over the whole Star Wars thing. I think it's that's what bad. I thought, but. See- but this is
0: this will bring me back to my childhood of playing Wing Commander and games exactly. like
3: that.
0: So, exactly. So yeah. I thought this is a bit... I, my ones are a bit cheating because so, you guys are really hard. I'm easy to buy for. There's a lot of stuff I haven't played, right? But I think you guys, are, especially Spinney, so hard. Um,
2: but oh, yeah. I thought... You say, that. I you thought say that and we'll get to me. We'll get to me.
0: <laughs> I thought your thing was hard but then I thought, you know what? I don't think you'll get this game. I just got this feeling you wouldn't get it but mm-hmm. I think you would like it and I've heard it like everyone's saying it's a really really great game so and I got I it on PS because of hype. the VR
3: oh okay VR yeah uh,
0: I got okay. I got because yeah the Xbox one doesn't have VR obviously so well, I thought yeah it'd be good to get that one
3: why don't you tell cuz you can now tell us what you got him right or what you're getting him what well, you, you this so you, so technically this was from you right <laughs> so yeah, this is, no not technically you say, it is. This for me, yes now well, why don't we why don't
0: we go hey. around so you should give to someone else you should give to to swinny let's do it that way
3: okay but because he doesn't have it yet so you guys aren't going to be as excited as i was opening
0: it
2: no wait yeah just going see pop up i've got steam just i've got steam open i've got yeah, open. But i was gonna buy the code somewhere else because it was cheaper
0: no, buy it on Steam, you cheap bastard.
3: No, it's like it's like heaps more, and it's above the budget. But I really wanted well, buy, to
0: buy it. Buy it now. Buy it now on the other thing, and you'll get the code straight away.
3: Uh, uh, I'm confused. Oh yeah, and then you have to put the code in. Then you have to yeah, put the code it's in. Fine. Okay, sorry. Yeah.
0: sorry. Send it through the chat window. Oh
2: wait, I have to. I've got right. like the checkout last screen open, so <laughs> I've like move away from it.
0: Wait, 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 so wait, you're ready to to purchase yeah, something, Sweeney? Yeah. All, all right. right, you do that, you do that, okay, you do that. so
2: I've got my f- I'm I'm going to gift
0: you into got then. Oh, shit, cuz I'm on the I'm on the checkout screen to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. How about this? I knew this stuff. <laughs> Mike, are you anywhere near your Xbox? No, I'm not. Go turn your Xbox on. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, Is, because, I think it's in another room. You knew it? that I was gifting one something on Xbox. <laughs>
3: I'm not wearing pants. It's gonna be weird if I
2: stand up now, and it'll be like <laughs> you'll you'll be like oh, no, well, oh, well. I'm, I'm at the last step on on Xbox for Mike, and at last step on Steam for they
0: don't do that, Mike. <laughs> Mike, what's he? Doing? Oh my god! <sighs> <sighs> I'm glad that we're a small channel. <laughs> Jesus, <Well, I> <laughs> you're you to talk to him after the
2: show. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see what that was. Um, You'll see it. You'll
0: see his reaction. All right, well,
2: you're on the last step, but who knows what how it works anyway. So I guess maybe I should... Do you want to just you. pull the trigger on each other or...? <laughs> all right, let me go first, right? Here's, okay. Here's your game. Go- oh, wait, now I've got to put in a... Message. Oh my god! Uh, all
0: right. Oh, you, you, I did. I'm at the end. You haven't even done no, all the steps I didn't yet.
2: No, I didn't know. But the thing is, I didn't know what would happen. So there's a whole bunch of steps. Okay, I've just put that one. Oh yeah. Hello. There we go. That's your message. Hello. My in- signature is you suck. There you go.
0: Oh, I, I wrote a nice little message. Oh, to you. Well, I don't you have time like for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have a time to be nice. Okay, okay, here we go. Yes, I'm going
2: to. Oh, no, I've got to agree. To... Okay, all right. What am I? I, I was on all the Xbox. Right, Mike, shut up. I'm up. gifted you now. Oh, it just popped up. Thomas Was Alone. I didn't even know what this game is. Oh, no. Thomas Was Alone is a Mike Bithill game. How this many copies alone. of Thomas Is Alone do you have? Because you gifted that to me ages ago. No,
0: <laughs> no, I didn't.
1: Yes, you did.
0: I just, I just, uh, I, thank you very much, Swinny. Thomas so, was alone. We talked about. Uh, you, were this, you were this rectangle? Yeah. So
2: Mike, the reason. Oh, is, I heard of this game. I heard can, of this game. Let me, let me, okay. Let me, uh, this is my time. The segment's mine, right? <laughs> Thomas yes. was alone is a game that I briefly talked about when I found out you hadn't played it into God when I was reviewing uh, the solitaire conspiracy. So mm. it's is a game that made my little, uh, you know, like uh, a name in the, in the developer scene. Um, it's a great puzzle game with an awesome sense of humor, and I mistakenly thought it was Stephen Merchant doing the uh, the voice for it, but it wasn't. Um, so, but it's great. I think uh, I think you'll really
0: like it. I'll it's I'll download one it of now. the few games you don't, oh, I won't download it now because because you take, are
2: man. an arsehole for like getting every free game possible because you know the game I was going to get you. And this is, I don't know if you are going to feel any shame for this, but I had a strategy of purchasing a game for you and a game for Mike. That were kind of went as a pair. So when I found out that you already had Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator (laughs) in your games list because you got it from like Amazon Prime for free. I was gonna get you Dream Daddy. I was gonna get Mike Hateful Boyfriend, the pigeon dating simulator, the bird dating simulator, right? From the making, I like how I'm getting good games and you're trying to get troll no, jokes no, the, out of these, these games, <laughs> right? I actually reckon Dream Daddy's actually meant to be funny and, and fun to play. Wait, you haven't played it? No, No. I, why would I? But you're a dad, so I'm like, perfect, <laughs> right? Why would you're I play it? Simulated for a dad. <laughs> when why, force I, you I to play Mike could have had a blast of hate a full Boyfriend. Now, had uh, Boyfriend's actually made by the people who made Fall Guys, uh, Mediatonic. Oh, okay, but okay. Because I'm like, well, I can't just get my of a boyfriend, but I just can't believe you have Dream Daddy already in your hell list. I'm like, I could not I believe when I saw that.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> oh my
2: god, you already own Dream Daddy. There's like twenty thousand games out there. Oh, <laughs> it's like I'm this oh, bizarre my game. My but I didn't I even know I, I had it. Well, you like it was on Amazon Prime. I'm like, <laughs> bloody hell! Anyway, so you got to wait. Uh, like, I think a way better game for your experience. Um,
0: yeah, thank God it sounds. Thank God I'm getting all these cheap free games. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right so where are we up to so i've given to mike, mike and mike's done nothing so far and has <laughs> given to me are you oh, ready yeah. to give are you ready to give or receive mike
3: <laughs> i i already i already received
0: huh? what did you receive oh yeah wait I, I yeah i gave that are you ready to give then
3: well hang on do i need to check the xbox right. for I'm give mike's one now to close that one off yeah. yeah, yeah, is All that right? Where I need to go. I yeah, put the order for what I'm going to give you guys. So,
0: ah, okay. oh, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, have yeah. you got the codes? Well, no. I don't. It hasn't come yet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you idiot! You should have bought it before. All right, what?
2: Mike. Your your gift is coming through. It's just doing its little loading thing on Xbox. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's doing its thing. It's it's being an Xbox. Um, I, I wish I could make this more exciting. Your, your gift is on its way, Mike.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, this
2: is this is coming,
3: as well. It's it's there. We go. No. So you're
0: still waiting for the code, yeah, Mike? Yep. Is that right?
2: So I Mike, I can get the.
3: Have now. you have Here you got go. your present I got yet? I got the keys. Hang on, hang on. No, your present oh, you sent
2: you like your present.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I have to go check the Xbox. You said it was on the Xbox, right? <laughs> Okay, check
0: the Xbox. Check the Xbox now, Mike. Go check the Xbox, and then, then I'll do I'll do Swinny. Okay,
3: before I'll I'll check now because I've got the code for you guys. So let me check. I love how this is
0: playing out. This is (laughs) (laughs) all right. I'll do you now, Swinny. Okay.
2: Um, I'm I'm waiting on Steam.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Steam, Steam, Steam. I'm just about to purchase it now. So I have checked if you have this game, and my argument as to why this is the game that you won't play is because it's not on Xbox, right? And there's no achievements, but I think you would like it. I think you would like it. So I'm just, yeah. I, I'm just purchasing it now. And it goes, yeah, there's an know, unexpected what? error. <laughs> Next <spot>. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like an unexpected error has occurred. Your purchase has not been completed. Wait a few minutes and try again. <laughs> oh no. Let me try. Let me try. All right. <laughs> this is so funny.
2: I love it. I love it. This, this, there was no way this was going to work smoothly. There was
0: just no way. It, nah, no, no way. No chance. Perfect. I'm just seeing if I got Thomas. Al- I'm, yeah, I'm Thomas Lane. Okay, cool. Be
2: in like five minutes. <laughs>
0: All right, let me let me just try to purchase this again for you, Finny. All right, cool. I'm ready to receive. <laughs> now, okay. now, it makes me nervous okay, that I'm going to buy it twice.
3: Codes in there, so there's one for you. Now, both of oh, you wait, guys what, can. Go what are we
0: doing? Are we doing this first, or am, am I doing what?
3: My... <laughs> Up to you, no <laughs> Yeah, either so swinny it okay yeah, all
2: right so do i chuck this in is it steam
0: so chuck it in steam all right it's... cool are you sure you got the codes the right I'm way use around because they're not i'm gonna use both i've already redeemed both it's like twitter as yeah, soon as the codes to... go up so it i don't redeem. know how to redeem how do i'm gonna redeem i'm gonna <laughs> redeem swinny's if he doesn't get here where do you redeem i've never redeemed the code.
2: So at... it, it,
3: it,
0: so well, it, it says opens... i can't redeem this code
3: left out of game
0: it says I can't wait, redeem wait, this code. I can't hear Mike. He's trying to help me.
3: Mike? So, Steam up. Item
2: left, go add a game. Oh, yeah. He is
3: such a
0: non PC
2: master ace. I bought stuff on Steam. I just never redeemed a code on Steam. Yeah, add product. All right, cool. Yeah, awesome. Wow, really? <laughs>
0: I love that reaction. That's awesome.
2: Like, <laughs> like you- to give you some credit, okay. I can't even install this game. I got going to have the space at the moment.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: he got it's me. like Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got mean, Death Stranding. Oh, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's so weird that I was saying about Death Stranding before.
2: Wow. Your code doesn't, Your code doesn't work, uh, not nah, No, no, no. Thank you, Mike. Like, now it I understand well. why you're wanting to get it cheap, because that's a game that's probably quite yeah, cheap. Yeah, that's true. Price, uh, dude. Fair.
0: That is so crazy, Mike. I was debating about getting Death Stranding for Swinney, yeah. and then basically it was too expensive on the Steam store, like out, outside of our budget. Oh, it was
3: about the budget, yeah. So I, yeah. I went above the budget, but it doesn't matter. So what's the? Oh, you've lost. You, then you've lost. So. Yeah, <laughs> no,
2: there was games I would have gotten, but it was outside of the 50 bucks. <laughs> <of> it's
3: <mine. laughs> okay. Did you do yours yet? Into give it a crack. Do you want me to do
0: mine? That's yours. I gotta make sure I got the right code. Alright, next. We oh wait, discuss- you got me death stranding as well. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Double death stranding. Double
3: death stranding. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. Death stranding for everyone. Well that's I awesome, figured
0: it's be cool you. because
3: there is a there is a let's call it a, a semi co op, mini co op sort of thing. So I thought if you both got it, it might be
2: interesting. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna piss on a mushroom and hope he sees it. Yes. I
0: do not know what you're talking about. <laughs>
2: You'll see when you play the game.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. I really want to play this game. So, now I'm forced to, which is excellent. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm going to try to buy this game because it didn't work. It might have been I was in the cart for too long. All right. Let's go to swinney
2: You should go check your, uh, your gift, Mike.
3: Yes, I will check it. Um, And if I wasn't going to get this down, the, the next one in on the list was the
2: Stanley Parable. I considered that for Intergot, but I didn't. I think I've got that. That means I, I didn't uh, check that one, but I decided when I saw he didn't have Thomas was alone, I thought that was a better fit. So, okay, I'll be back.
0: I think I have the Stanley Parable, don't I? Maybe, maybe I haven't checked it. All right, should I wait for Mike to come back or should I oh, get ahead. the one for you? We've already, All right, already. taken it. Let's see, let's see if it goes. All right, it looks like it's working.
2: All right. Oh wow, nice, nice. <laughs> Your poo-poo message.
0: So <laughs> I had a nice message for the first one and then I was like, Oh, I gotta get through this.
2: So Baba is you, the uh mm. very, very acclaimed puzzle game, which I do not have. And is not on Xbox, I think.
0: Well, so I think this kind of totally breaches the spirit of the, <laughs> the, the big Kringle. Because like, I feel like this is the exact, exact game you would love to play. I actually think but... if you knew about
2: it, you probably also would play Thomas Was Alone. So I'm the same with that. And Mike yeah, Mike's fair. one, I think, is very much in his ballpark. So it's tough. It's tough because I... we all own so many
0: games. I think it's still the spirit, though, because it's like, I, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it is the spirit, because I don't think you'll get this game unless it's, like, on Xbox. <laughs> so, okay. I just couldn't imagine you getting it on PC or something.
2: No, so. that, that's awesome, Bubba, as you... I, I'm I'm an idiot, so I will really struggle playing this game.
0: Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how you go with it. It uh, looks like it, it's, it's a game Xbox, I would definitely like, want to
2: get. In, in his old house... And you have to like travel back.
0: <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Alright, so I, I just got uh Baba is you for Swinny.
3: You, you what? Did it work?
0: I got Baba is you for Swinny.
1: Oh
3: nice. That was yeah. a really cool game. I, 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 liked that. I lucked out on this. Death Stranding. You did like I lucked that on too, because I got Monster Boy. In the Cursed Kingdom.
2: And oh, oh sorry. <laughs>
3: switch i was the nice i'm glad you said
2: that i remember i said man i wish you a gift on switch because i know you you would this is a switch game uh, and a game you like on switch but i said to myself look i i've been playing this i didn't mention it at the top of the show because i did not want to spoil this I've been playing this, and I reckon you'll love this game. So
3: yeah, I reckon I would. I was I was very keen on this game actually. So
2: that's awesome. That Monster Boy, uh, sorry, Wonder Wonder. Oh God, I can't remember. you <laughs> did a whole Dragon, graphic Dragon on Dragon it. Boy, Dragon's Trap the remake <laughs> is is still on official on on Switch, Mike. So ah. I ah. recommend getting that as well. So okay. different
0: developers, yeah. the same similar style of game from the same list. N- Nintendo. Definitely needs to do the whole gifted because oh, is- I think. Bobo's You, would have definitely gifted on the Switch.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, have it on.
0: Yeah. And I think that would have opened up my options because there's a whole bunch of games I didn't even look at because of no real easy way to do it. Like, I, I've gifted something to someone on the Switch, but that was because I took their Switch, put my credit card in and bought it <laughs> on, <laughs> on the sly. Okay. Like, I'm like, it's not a very good system. way <laughs> they, they do it on so the So Switch. I just give
3: my credit card so they can do it over the phone. So, Mike, can you
0: thank... You can thank Inti for already
2: having Dream Daddy in his own games list. For not getting Hatoful Boyfriend, True Bird Date Calculator, True, True. No, which would have been funny awesome. to play. Like if the idea is at some point we'll play this and you know, you know, come back and talk about it. I would love to hear you playing uh, Hatoful Boyfriend, but well,
0: well, I, I will commit to playing these games, and you should like, play Dream Daddy yeah, like
2: as well, Inti considering it's in your games fine. list. <laughs> Well, well, you got to just gift see engineer. that you're like I'm just adding
0: any free game to my list. Well, why not? Why not? It doesn't cost me anything. I know, I know. And look at this situation. I got a game that I think I enjoy a lot more. <laughs> thank God for for past past intergot.
2: See, I'm I'm weird <laughs> like that. If even if a game is free, if I'm not interested, in it, I won't add it.
3: Same. I haven't touched any other.
0: Yeah. I, I will say that I don't do it for Steam. Steam has a lot of games that go for free all the time. So I don't do it for that. I don't know with Amazon Prime and Gog and for Epic Game Store, I almost do every single one. Because it's not as many. Well, it's not as many. Other
2: than I mean, the executional think. challenges, that was good fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it> was good.
0: <laughs> no, that was really good. That was really good. That actually worked a lot better than I actually anticipated it. Being. And nobody uh, had the
2: games already, which is
0: pretty crazy so yes that was a success so uh, we've gone pretty long so we'll wrap it up for this show merry christmas to everyone who's celebrating uh if you listen to merry this christmas in time the rest this. we That's will the be crazy <clears throat> and be continuing through the holiday period uh week after week i'm not sure if mike is going to power through with us well Looks it, like you are
3: you know how um how what a devout <laughs> christian i am so <laughs> i can't yeah of course possibly. Any work not, during that period.
0: not on a Sunday, of course. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you do want to help us out, make sure you like, subscribe, you know, five-star rating, thumbs up, and most importantly, probably share with your friends. Tell us what you think about uh, these
1: games. Yes,
0: each yes. Each yeah. Yes. And, and definitely uh, say who won the first uh, big Big uh it was... big Kringle.
2: Everything's a competition for you. So wait, who won again? <laughs> who, <laughs> who, who gave it it? the
0: best gift? Yeah, who gave the best? won.
2: I, I think that's. But he also no. But he went over the dollar amount. by... I don't know how by how much. So I still appreciate it. But wait, the dollar amount was twenty five, right?
0: No, it was fifty total.
2: Yeah, twenty five each. You said I
3: thought so... you went
0: over? Sure.
3: No, I did. I did, but it wasn't like a ton over. But, so you... Fine.
2: but you did go over though. It was a hard limit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's a hard limit. It's like... (laughs) I didn't realise it was a hard limit. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You can't install it now, Swinny. He's, like, refusing to play the game. I've given it from my library, so I just pretend it doesn't... Give Give me the code back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll uh, see us next week, uh, post-Christmas episode. All right, for now, bye-bye. See ya.
3: Later.